Oh, Mr. Plow, that's my name. That name again is Mr. Plow. This is insane, you guys. Yo, this is sexy, man. <laughs> Broadcasting live from the internet, it's Tuesday night, and this is the PanelsOnPages.com podcast with your host, Lee Rodriguez. At the end of the day, babies are terrible people, and I'm not sorry for saying it. Jason Nyes. Motherfucker, I won best costume. Jose Guzman. Yeah, I know nothing about Firestorm, except for his hat's always burning. And Kelly Harris. Oh, I love it. It appears we got a penis in the mail. (laughs) I glued my fucking eyes shut! (laughs) I just want to see all these Yelp reviews of Jose's jizz. (laughs) Oh, sorry, I knocked over the salt. Like you had anything better to do. What is happening, everybody? Today is November 19th, 2019, and this is episode 492 of the Panels on Pages podcast. I am your host, Jason Nice. K-Nice if you're nasty, filling in for the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez, who is on assignment. Joining me tonight, Mr. Kelly Harris. New Pokemon rules, suck it. And our good buddy Mahoney. He's muted. <laughs> he's being a, he's pulling a real Jose. <laughs> oh. Mahoney. What happened? Mahoney. What happened? I'm back. Mahoney. <laughs> back. Uh the baby Yoda is a female and her name is Ruth. What? Oh, mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were for real. <laughs> That's for real. Just you wait. Yeah. No. I'd buy it. That is Baby Yeet, and I will hear no other names. Her name okay, now, is, is that baby actually Yoda's baby? They have not said what it is or who it is. So that would mean that Yoda fucked recently. Well. 50 years ago. Yes. You have not watched The Mandalorian, Kelly. Is it a 50-year-old baby? It is a 50-year-old baby. Oh, shit. Because when The Mandalorian gets this bounty, all he is given is the bounty's age. And it was 50 years old. They get these little uh, GPS things that they go to find their bounty. And then it ends up being little baby Yeet and a little space bassinet. Just gonna kill that thing? <laughs> well, he was told to bring it back alive, but if dead, there needs to be proof of the death. Man, it's gonna rule when he puts little baby Yoda in a burlap sack full of rocks and throws it in a river. Well, I mean, he has to bring it back, you know? Well, yeah, but you drown it. One way or the other. Burn. Why yeah. would you want to drown that precious little thing? <laughs> I don't know. What I is- feel like that'd be a, an interesting ending to that series. Well, it's cold, Kelly. I mean, I do Let's not see fe- it coming. I do not feel safe about little baby Yeet's future because we've already done two more Star Wars movies that are, you know, 20 years in the future, and there's no talk of little baby Yeet. Well, he's probably still a little baby, just hanging out with his Mandalorian friend. Maybe. The universe is vast. It's like Texas. And then 
little baby Yoda, his first words will he'll look at the uh, the guy and be like, "Oh, more like Mandalorian." <laughs> no, <laughs> no, <laughs> it is not Mandalorian. It's catching on. No, it's not. Two people is not catching on. It's catching on. Wait, so you haven't watched it? You just think it's boring? No, I don't actually have any opinions on it. He's just making fun of it. Oh, my yeah. God. Ay, 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 Kelly. I haven't, I haven't seen a Star Wars since Episode 3. I don't care. Well, what's funny is uh, when we were talking about it last week, <laughs> Kelly kept making jokes about there being Jar Jars and Yodas in the Mandalorian. <laughs> I had to message him as we were on the show and be like, dude, chill with the Yoda talk. <laughs> I I had no idea. I was just <laughs> his prophetic version uh visions of the future. Well, uh John Favreau posted some uh artwork of little baby Yeet on Twitter today. So I, it's out, cats out of the bag. We can talk about it openly. So is he is are you calling him baby Yeet cuz you expect him to get yeeted? No, well <laughs> He's he is yeeted, man. He's yeeted from head to toe. Well, no, I mean, like you expect him to be like thrown out of a window. He gets yeeted a couple times. Okay, <laughs> that is true. And he's he... like floating around in this like little floaty bassinet. Yeah. Okay. Space bassinet. And when, when shit goes down, the Mandalorian just kind of kicks him out of the way. Yeah, the Mandalorian has some sort of like remote control over the space bassinet, and he's able to move it around. With his little uh, gauntlets. Okay. It's pretty cool, man. Man, It's not Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly sent me a meme on Instagram today, and it was the Mandalorian, but it was the DeLorean from Back to the Future, <laughs> but with Michael J. Fox's head, arms, and legs. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, yeah, it was unnerving. So, uh, enough about the Mandalorian. I almost said Mandalorian, goddammit. Aha, it's catching on. Uh, Lee had to miss this week's show because uh, he's attending the Nashville Roadshow of the Jay and Silent Bob reboot. So, interesting. I'm sure we'll hear about it next week. I'm sure he'll love it because Kevin Smith's going to be there. It'll be a fun movie-going experience with like a funny Q&A at the end of it. But like, If he meets Kevin Smith, Kevin Smith will be like, oh, hey, man. <laughs> what? Oh, hey, man. That's what Kevin Smith always says. <laughs> kind of, yeah, but it's also it's very is close. Is Kevin Smith to... here right now? <laughs> it's very oh, close hey, to your... Hey, hey, Dan, hey. Oh, oh. He's nice, he's here. Oh, Owen Wilson? <laughs> oh, oh hey, hey, Jason, how's it going? Is that Michael Shannon? <laughs> Oh hey guys, How's, I I can't do the voice anymore. I because lost. Because they're all the same. Aww. They're all the same voice. I haven't done it in so long. I lost it. Bless. And then conspicuous by mark that... that for the opener. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got too much shit going on. I can't mark anything. <laughs> and conspicuous by his absence is the Guzmaniac Jose Guzman, who came down He's with off the case s- somewhere pounded sand. <laughs> He's. <laughs> Uh, came down with a case of food poisoning this evening before the show, so get well, Jose. We miss you, Lee, and hope to have you both back in time for next week's episode, because yeah. we all know how much I love hosting. Jose took a look at his upcoming fantasy football schedule, and now he's laying in bed. <laughs> oh, man, and he beat me, so he can't even gloat about it. All right, well, 
I had this uh, set up for later on in the ESPN, show, but the global leader oh, wait. in sports. No, this is what I wanted. <laughs> Good enough. It's like he's okay. here. <laughs> we can I don't hear even Jose. Have the scoreboard up. We can hear Jose being upset somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, he won this week. He shouldn't be upset. I know. But Mahoney will still rile him up. No, see, Mahoney, he's knocked Mahoney down a few pegs. Tease. Tease. I, Jose has a solid chance of winning the division, but that's fine because I might not even see him in the playoffs. But here's the thing. So, see, listen, people, <laughs> listen, we all remember in week two when I told Jose that his team was full of risky picks and he renamed his team to the risky picks and he changed his team logo and he got all sorts of angry and mad about it. So. I, all season long, have been, as I've said, preparing for Mary. It's like I'm going to face Mary in the in the playoffs, and then, you know, she'll be 15-1. and one. And I've realized now that that's not the storyline. The storyline <laughs> is me and Jose in the final game of the championship. Oh. Right? Yeah. That's where we're all. That's the fate that this that this entire league has been building to so it's coming so i understand now that jose needs to get himself into the playoffs so that i can hand him a loss on week 16 which is yep. fine with me because his matchups in week 16 suck <laughs> you know it'd be really nice what if we could trade yeah I, wouldn't it yeah, I, Wouldn't it be nice? Hey, you know what's super annoying? I don't know how much to the extent any of the rest of you are out there reading uh, different articles and such. But uh, apparently, every other fantasy league, their trade deadline is this week. Hmm. So we could, we could have had a whole other week of trades. Like two. Two weeks. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure why we had to have a trade deadline in the first place. And certainly not sure why it had to be so friggin' early. But okay. That's fine. Sure is, uh, sure is doing a lot of good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially since what, uh, nine of the 12 teams are within like a game of each other. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, nine of the 12 teams have a losing record. So... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good thing. Good thing they can't trade and they're all standing pat. That yep. seems to be working well. Uh, I hope every one of you that voted for a trade deadline. Oh. I hope you lose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know not all of you can lose. The math just doesn't work out that way. But but you should. You should. We can make it work. And I so, Mahoney, you know what we should do at the beginning of next season? We we we, we banish the we trade should, deadline. No, well that too. But we should just to prove and to make a point, we should trade our entire teams to each other. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty great. <laughs> I'm not opposed. We'll just we'll we'll do each other's draft and yeah. then we'll trade. We'll I kind of want to know the limits of the trade. Like, can, <laughs> how many people could we trade at a time? Oh, I saw there's a setting in here somewhere where you can limit the number of transactions, and that seems just terrible. I don't know what I would do in that situation. What would you rather have? A limit on transactions or a trade deadline? I would rather have a trade deadline because I'm dropping and picking people up all the time. It's true. Yeah. I don't want to be budgeting my my drops and my and my ads. It sounds terrible. All right, so Matt's string of the worst luck in the world, uh, which I'm just 
gonna point out ever since he beat me he's never won again <laughs> so <laughs> some bad karma right there matt uh somehow he lost a wait tag. are you saying he hasn't won since the trade deadline started no 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 since before the trade deadline oh, well okay. since the trade deadline started he's two and nine. Oh, geez. but he won week one and then i played him like week three maybe four and he's lost every single game since then he's two and nine uh, and he somehow lost to Tad, who I don't even think said an entire lineup, but <laughs> beat Matt. And I got to say, like, half of Matt's team used to be my team, so I always am, like, paying extra attention to his game, and I really thought he had it this week, and then just out of nowhere, Tad for the win. So, <laughs> go figure. Uh, Lee won, but he's not here, so we don't need to talk about him. <laughs> um. Let's see, let's see. Everyone, Kelly lost every, Jose. Everyone in my division won except for me. And I, I needed the complete opposite to happen. And my season is now over. It was over, you know, six weeks ago, but it's official. Yeah. Especially yeah. if you look at my roster and it is like all I really have are quarterbacks. Everyone else is either injured or on a bye. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my team this week was just like, hey, Goat, a happy wedding. And I was like, no, 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 Goat's wedding was last week. We're playing Jose. And they're like, happy wedding, Jose. And I was like, no, 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 Jose, it's not getting married. And they're like, shut the fuck up. We're trying to be nice. Yeah, your team. I really needed you to beat Jose. I really needed me to beat Jose. But that's okay, because now I understand that the destiny is me (laughs) and Jose. That's So there's nothing you could have done, Kelly. It's the hands of fate. How True. does that even work though? Because one of you would oh, because no, I'm going to not... wind up with Mary week fifteen, and he's going to get right now it's goat, but it'll probably be Vetter. So he's going to get Vetter. I'm going to get Mary, and then it's going to be Jose and I in the final. Because how could it be anything else? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know, oh man. Oh my god! If I lose to Jose in a final, I'm just gonna sign off the internet and never come back. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's how you kind of have to do it. Yeah, it's not like you'd be losing to Kerouac. It'd be better to lose to Kerouac. Wow! I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that that doesn't taste right. I don't know about that. You said it, and and it, the words just turned to ash as they left. Oh your yeah, mouth. <laughs> smoke just um, like that mm. that cinnamon challenge uh, Thanos joke. <laughs> so uh last week we insinuated that juan was not running his own team uh and jokes were made because that's what we do here we joke yeah and we said that perhaps juan's cousin or nephew was running his team his nephew his nephew <laughs> and it hurt his feelings and he didn't appreciate it and I would just like to say that after he lost to Mary by 70-something points, I no longer think anyone else is running his team. <laughs> and it seems very clear to me that Juan is, in fact, in charge of his 60-and-a-half points that he scored this week. So, good I, job, Juan. I concur. Good job. I apologize for ever doubting you, Juan. Yes, <laughs> it is very, very apparent <laughs> that no cousin or nephew could have gotten you 60 points. <laughs> When you were projected to beat Mary. We're sorry, Juan. Like. Never should have doubted you. Never sh- we never should have doubted you, but every step of the way, you were doing very un things. So, I mean, <laughs> like, sue us. 
Yeah. Now, the most exciting match of the entire weekend that came down to the final play of Monday Night Football was Vetter versus Tito. And I needed Tito to lose because I'm never going to catch Tito in points. So I can't be tied with Tito. So I needed Tito to lose. And within last, like the last 10 seconds of the game, an interception by the Kansas City defense, Vetter pulled out the win and Tito lost. Dropping him right back down to fourth place. Yeah, and still... hopefully cementing my, my shot at the playoffs. Fourth place in your division still is nothing to <clears throat> thumb your nose at. No, it's still pretty good. And then the most difficult win of the week was Nyes, who came in and scored the second highest point total in the entire league with really a great week. He picked up Garoppolo. He made some smart moves. He did everything he could. He scored 114 points, more than everybody but one guy, which was me, and he <laughs> lost to me, 143 to 114. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it hurts. And you know, it. I'm sure. It I'm hurts. Sorry. It especially hurts coming from you, Mahoney. Uh, I didn't want to do it. You just had to old yeller him. Now, <laughs> the one frustrating part about my win is that the other week when the trade deadline was coming, I had a defense that's pretty good. And I was like, well, I don't want to just drop them and let anybody have them. Like, mm-hmm. I want to I put them somewhere, and I want to get something back for them. Like, I really would like to have another wide receiver. So who has a wide receiver that I would take for this defense that's a great defense, has a great schedule coming up? And uh, who, where can I send these people to? And I looked, and I found John Brown on Kelly's team, and we made our trade, and it was great. And... Kelly immediately dropped the defense and let Tito pick him up. Exactly I what I did not want to have happen. I, did I didn't need him anymore. You could have just kept him on your bench. Why didn't you tell me to keep him? Then why didn't you look at their upcoming schedule? Because I don't so care. The worst part is that you sent me John Brown, and John Brown scored 29 and a half points this week, and I didn't need them. But you did. So oh, if I, I had just know. left John Brown on your team, you would have beat Tito. Yeah. Uh, there, uh, Jose. You should have just let me have that guy. Oh, it sucks. <laughs> yeah, no, I dropped him because I needed someone new. Because uh, yeah. I had, like, buys and injuries out the wazoo. Uh, it's a real shame. Bunch of high-priced babies in the NFL. Yep. Ridiculous. Get out there and fucking play. Yeah. So bring in Kaepernick. Get, <laughs> next week I get Tito. That's gonna be a tough one, but I think I can. I think I can pull it out. I've been preparing for this week for weeks now. Uh, playing some uh, 3D I have been chess. preparing for my week twelve matchup since week eight. So, <laughs> uh, let's see. Lee gets Tad. Nice. You get Vetter. Uh, but as you pointed out, it don't matter. Six. Six of your players are healthy, and everyone else is either on a bye or injured. And so. I'm three games behind first place in yeah. my division, and I'm playing just my division for the rest of the regular season. Even if I win all of them, somebody else is going to win something. Yeah. 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 So I don't even – if I were you, I don't even know that I would – I would like. I don't think I would drop all of those guys just to get other players. I would just be like, "Fuck it." If I don't have a 
If I don't have a kicker, I don't have a kicker. Shit happens. Uh, then Matt has Mel. Mary gets Kelly. So that's not so great for you, Kelly. I'm going to see if I can put a ding in her record. Oh, my God. I would like it, but we'll see. She's Marino-era Dolphins right now. <clears throat> and here's the deal. Juan gets Jose. Now, Juan, I know I just said that I believe that you're running your team. <laughs> but if by chance. Call your nephew. If earlier in the season or any point in the past. A cousin, a nephew, your dad, your sister, I don't know, anyone else was giving you advice, maybe call them back this week and take out Jose for me. That would be great. Maybe ask ask the cat. Ask the cat. Yeah. Ask the cat. I I hope oh my god, I hope he still has that cat. Uh I can feel as I'm saying these words, I feel like he's gonna sit half his team. I feel like he's gonna <laughs> throw this game. But I hope that he doesn't. I hope the pride comes through and he beats Jose. Wait, 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 wait. What if that happens? Okay, I, see if that if that does happen, that'll be okay because then we can yell at Jose about uh collusion for like the next month. If Juan sits half his team, I'm going to throw a fit. No, Juan still so, Juan still has a chance. Why would why he would does, he do that? He does. So I don't know, just to fuck with me. I'm nervous, guys. <laughs> Oh, man. Imagine. I don't want to imagine anymore. <laughs> it's all I can picture. Tito, oh. don't you. I'm going to throw a fit. <laughs> Tito's not even here. Don't throw he'll, a fit, he'll Melvin. Hear. He'll hear. He's at work in his office <laughs> watching The Mandalorian and, which, and listening to the podcast. <laughs> so, yeah. The season is all building to me and Jose in the final week. I'm calling it now. It's like a movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's the only way it could go. Goat uh, currently has four players in his lineup, so that's going to be real interesting. But Goat, you got to stop player. hugging your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> he's got four fucking players in his lineup, and he's in the middle of the ocean. He's Sorry, hugging, sorry. Oh. Hold on. Hold on. I, I, should, I need to revise that statement. Goat, you got to stop humping your wife. <laughs> his, his projected total is 45 points. But he does have the social media package for yeah, so Wi-Fi. Is he going to remember to use it on this? I'm sure. Like he needs to send his password to Lee. Like he's got a freak. He's got a. He's got to put in waiver picks tonight. Is he going to put in waiver picks tonight? I guess we'll see, huh? Uh, go. You got to stop humping. <laughs> uh, hump away. He's got go. No, no quarterback. No running back, uh, no Hump tight your... end, no defense, Hump... and no kicker. Hump your way to a quarterback, then. I don't know. Send me a trade request. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's that's the that's the fantasy football minute. It's not the same when Lee's not here. Just All right, Lee, act... Lee, you can come back. <laughs> Lee, you can come back. Yeah, you should have started every sentence with Lee. <laughs> <laughs> oh bless Just asking him questions and Lee Lee's you know how Lee... you don't have a quarterback Lee's over there talking to Kevin Smith <laughs> Look. Oh, hey, oh man Oh hey guys You Kevin know what the Smith. best part is Kevin Smith here so, man Lee and Goat have Tad They have four starters In their lineup 
They are projected for 45 points. And according to this, they have an 85% chance of beating Tad. So there's a 15% chance that with four players, they can beat Tad. (laughs) I like those odds. Right? (laughs) Can you imagine if you started four players and you won? How shitty you would feel if you were that other team. I think before next season, we need one of those. uh, You have to figure out which pictures have a stop sign in it to prove you're not a robot just so that you can be part of the league next year. I like it. Just make sure that you're awake and involved. (laughs) I like it. (laughs) So uh, I've been watching a lot of the impeachment hearings this past week, so that's fucking... Oh, God, why? That's fucking cool. Uh, It's history in the making man that sounds miserable (laughs) you know i I just want to i feel like i'm involved uh but it's real cool when you're watching uh the impeachment hearings and they're interviewing the former ambassador to ukraine and live on air they reveal that donald trump has been tweeting nasty things about that witness and they read the tweets live on air during the hearing it's uh wow. That is that is some television right there. And then they go to recess and they're like, "Oh yeah, by the way, uh Roger Stone found guilty." I was like, "Oh, look at all this. It's all <laughs> coming together." So, there's some uh there's some good moments. It's not the Mandalorian, but I'm still worried that cuz if he gets impeached, he can still run for the next year, right? I think so. Yeah, I'm really worried that it's just going to radicalize his base and he's going to get another term. I don't know if that's happening, though. I think it's all kind of crumbling, but, you know. I never... So I think he can run for another term. Like, I... I don't think there'd be anything stopping him. But, I mean, if you were the Republican Party, <laughs> it sounds stupid to say this out loud. I mean, if you were the Republican Party, would you really run a candidate that's actively being impeached? Sure. But yeah, yeah, they yeah, probably yeah, they would. would. They, they probably would. would. Yeah, there's talk of primarying him, but I think it's very likely he will be impeached, nothing will happen, and then we'll make it to the 2020 election, and he just has to fucking lose. Yeah. <laughs> just cross your damn fingers. What I think should happen is I'll play him in the fantasy football playoffs, and then when he loses, uh, he has to move to uh, Russia. <laughs> All right. Hey, build that Trump tra- Tower Moscow. Or what if he has to just put his tiny hands in the toilet? <laughs> <laughs> that works for me. <laughs> Till they're pruny. Yeah. Or his back hurts, whatever comes first. I like Kelly's idea of him just... <laughs> Kelly's whole thing about it, he wishes one of his tweets would make Trump hang himself. Yeah, I want to cyberbully oh. him to death. Yeah, I, I want oh like God. a lot. I want them to like find him hanging in the office, and then they look at his phone, and his phone is just one of my main tweets. <laughs> I want like one of those faces of death clips where, like, just on a live press conference, he just sticks the barrel of a gun in his mouth. Yeah, just sprays Cheeto dust everywhere. Um, and then I get to star in a Netflix series about the 13 reasons why he killed himself, and they're all just my tweets. <laughs> I would watch that. Uh, uh, so I want to talk a little wrestling. Sure. Uh, especially since Mahoney's here. 
I'm all, always up terrible. to do that. First, this I'll make my top six list. You do that, uh, but it's it's good stuff. Uh, you might want to stick around. Uh, so I, I mean, I won't leave. The uh, Mahoney, did you hear about what happened to Joji Otani? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, sure no. He I got caught Joe with Joe a sixteen-year-old. Oh no! He fell in love with a sixteen-year-old? Well, I wouldn't say that. Oh. I fuck kids. <laughs> no. <laughs> Why would you say that, <laughs> Kelly? Damn, that was Kelly from the past. That was so inappropriate. I was pretending to be Michael Jackson <laughs> when you were fucking the kids. No. Uh, Michael Jackson was fucking the kids. Oh. I want to talk about uh, sending them faxes. The WWE 2K social media on Friday night. Oh, God. Uh, so WWE 2K is the WWE video game put out by 2K Sports. Uh, EA, right? It's EA? Uh, I believe yes? so. I believe so. I don't, Some? I don't think so. No? Whatever. You, yeah, I'll look it up. Okay. So uh, the all of the 2K social media, Facebook and Twitter, got hacked on Friday night. And the WWE 2K pages specifically were of interest uh, because uh, not only has the game been just a hot mess, but the hacker went in and was changing the profile picture to the AEW logo and the timeline banner to Chris Benoit Hall of Fame inductee. And at one point changed the profile picture to the leaked money shot from the page porn video. Yikes. Yep. And the hackers just kept... The WWE 2K or the 2K social media people would go in there and delete it, change it back, and then the hackers would just switch it right back. Like, it went on for... It felt like four hours. They were just back and <laughs> forth, back and forth. And the, the amazing thing is, the page money shot picture... We realized that was the picture on the T-shirt from WrestleMania that one weekend that Jimmy Lloyd pointed out and says he was a fucking cool dude. <laughs> Lee was like, "That's the that's the shot. That's the shot of the chick with cum all over her eyes." We figured it out. <laughs> oh my! But it was such it was such a mess. Uh, you know they've scrubbed the social media of that, but like Botchamania has screenshots. I think. The pop account treated retweeted some screenshots. Yeah. The the Chris Benoit Hall of Fame thing. Like that's the a AEW profile picture, that's fun. Like that's fun, like back and forth, but you don't come back from that Chris Benoit Hall of Fame banner. <laughs> like you're done. Like yeah. multiple people did not go into work on Monday after that. Nope. Uh oh, and I looked it up. Uh two K is not owned by uh yeah. Okay. So two K. Uh, take Take Two Interactive. Okay. But I think the game is through EA. Is it not? I don't think so. Who cares? Chris Benoit in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> uh, you know the wrestling internet continued just to be real exciting uh, last night specifically. Uh, oh, you talking about Big Tone? <laughs> Okay, okay, so we got to go back a little bit. Uh, we had the breaking news on the podcast last week that CM Punk showed up on WWE backstage. And what a disappointment. What a yep. fucking 
sellout. Uh, what a what a sad way to return on a Looking fucking like a real sad sack on a on a soundstage with five people clapping for you and the stage crew. And after and just 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 when you think you have all the answers, I changed the culture. Yeah. Uh, the the lamest fucking shit I've ever heard. What a fart! <laughs> what just a just a wet fart? That's you. And then like That's so you, punk. so this is like this on an on any other day this would have been huge news, but it was so lackluster that by I think Thursday no one gave a shit anymore. Yeah, no. And this is this is CM Punk, you know, coming back to a. Fox show. Fox runs it. Fox is paying him, but it's WWE on Fox. Whatever he's got to tell himself to cash those checks. Yeah. So at the very least, he's getting a check to talk about WWE on what a bi-weekly basis, Uh, and that's just fucking sad across the board. When WWE is at its lowest point creatively and morally, and you've got the opportunity to go to this other upstart company. That is nipping at the heels, and and you could personally you could change the business. You could be Hulk Hogan turning heel right now. You could yep. be the Outsiders coming in. You could be Stone Cold Steve Austin. You always wanted to be Stone Cold CM Punk. You always loved Stone Cold. You could have been that, but no, you show up on WWE backstage at what was it midnight on a Tuesday. <laughs> Yeah, something like that. <laughs> to a show that got 50,000 viewers the week before. But I digress. Uh, so everybody kind of forgot about that. But then uh, yesterday, yesterday afternoon, CM Punk tweeted, Hey, I'm going to be on WWE backstage. Check me out. Uh, it's going to be dangerous. It's going to be fucking. Yeah. yeah, his words, his tweet says, It is weird trying to catch up on five plus years of wrestling. I'm doing what I can. There's bright spots. It's mostly women from what I can tell. There's bad, too. I'm going to talk about it. No one is safe. Join us. No and one. And then he tags Renee Young, WWE on Fox, Booker T, Paige, Vince McMahon, and Tony Khan. <laughs> Tony Khan, the owner, president of AEW, who was rumored to have had contract negotiations with CM Punk at, at some point or another, which obviously fell through due to money problems. How much do you think CM Punk is getting for this WWE backstage show? I'm really... <laughs> I have no idea. But they're honestly. footlongs. You, what do you think? It's it's probably a year contract and a, a minimum number of appearances. It's got to be at least seven figures. I, I would assume. But Maybe like... pushing eight figures? I don't, God, I don't think you can justify going eight figures for that. Uh, yeah, for a show that's getting 50,000. I, I mean, how much money are Fox is already shelling out so much money for this garbage product? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, in response to CM Punk's tweet, which he said, uh, you know, it's going to get dangerous. No one is safe. No, no one is safe. Tony Khan responds, also tagging CM Punk. WWE, WWE on Fox and Vince McMahon, who are all uh, tagged in the first tweet. Tony Khan says, no one is safe. 
Sounds like a plane full of wrestlers in Saudi Arabia. Holy shit. You can tell that he was gilded by the message board era. <laughs> You're right. It. Like he was was he not big on like wrestling message boards? Isn't that kind oh, of Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, he would like message in results from house shows to Meltzer. Like he he is old school wrestling nerd. Well, it continues because, you know, company man Randy Orton, who just re-signed uh, with WWE, comes in with, uh, what's that whole thing about glass houses and stones? And links an article from uh, sportsnot.com about Tony Khan's father, Shahid Khan, Jaguars owner, being investigated for corruption. Uh, which, apparently, that whole story and that investigation went nowhere. Who knows? Uh, but Tony Khan then responds. Uh, Kelly, you got this one pulled up? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Go ahead. Tony replies, I thought you only tagged me in your posts when you were grasping for leverage. That article is over a year old and is about baseless claims made by about my dad years ago. That's the best you can do? Nothing. Meanwhile, in the time since that was written, you, you used the N-word on Twitch. Killed him with the N-word. Uh, yeah, that was uh, Kelly's quote, quote tweet. Tony just killed him with the N-word out of nowhere. <laughs> so good. Uh, and then, like, Randy posted something else, but he he was already toasted by then. Yeah, he, he was dead. He was extra crispy. Charlotte tried to get into it with Brandy Rhodes. And it's like, no, you can all stop. So, uh... We have to assume, what time does WWE backstage start? Does it start at 10 or 11? I honestly don't know. <laughs> I could not tell you. The only reason I know it's on Tuesdays is because of what happened last week. Right. I I assumed it was Fridays after SmackDown. That would make sense. Yeah. I, I think it's tonight. So we'll, uh, we'll keep an eye on Twitter. If uh, anything cool happens during WWE backstage, we'll we'll keep an eye on it. But uh, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I bet nothing cool happens. Also, I will not be keeping an eye on Twitter because I have blocked every wrestling account I've ever encountered. Dude, including uh, Kelly twice. Had you <laughs> had you blocked Tony Khan? Um, I think I could see Tony Khan, but I almost certainly promptly blocked him. <laughs> Well, at least you got at least you got to see it before you blocked him. So it, it's probably the best his Twitter will ever get. So yeah, good banter. <clears throat> oh man, I just realized all these stories are social media and Twitter related because uh, I wanted to talk about the Snyder cut for just just a quick second. Just oh, I don't want just a little moment. Oh, we're gonna. Oh, so yeah. I'm probably gonna say something <laughs> mean about Zack Snyder and his family. <laughs> Oh. Uh, so to catch everybody up, you know what the whole release the Snyder Cut thing is about, and and for I assumed it was kind of a dead issue at this point. Like they peaked at Comic Con when they bought the bus benches and had the plane flying over and all that. So then Sunday, out of nowhere, Zack Snyder, Gal Gadot, Jason Momoa, uh. Ray ben. Fisher, who played yep, Cyborg, and Ben Affleck tweeted, 
Hashtag release the Snyder Cut. Uh, with included black and white photos of each of them from the movie. And uh, that's... It, what's sadder? <laughs> ben it Aff- was real weird. What is sadder? Ben Affleck tweeting, hashtag release the Snyder Cut, or CM Punk showing up on WWE backstage and not even being lit well. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's tough. But you know what? The more I think about it, the more I really can't wait for this thing to come out because it's gonna fucking suck. It's not gonna be any good. It's gonna suck. There, there, and I can't wait. There is no Snyder cut because because his daughter killed himself <laughs> and because he didn't spend enough time with her. Maybe if he had been at home instead of making his stupid fucking shitty movies, he'd still have a daughter. Yikes, Kelly! See, told you this was gonna happen. <laughs> I like God. some of Zack Snyder's movies, the, but he's good at making music videos. Yeah, he does. He does make music videos. Come together. Yeah. Uh, God damn it, Zack Snyder! Fuck you. I just can't believe. I slap the shit out of him if given the chance. I can't believe that this is anything other than a calculated push for some sort of. Blu-ray special it's be edition for HBO Max. HBO Max whatever and that's really just disappointing overall. Oh, you guys got the Mandalorian, well we got the Snyder cut. That's you. It's coming. And we're all going to have to see it. No, no we're not. <laughs> we are. No, we're going to no. we're if it happens we're going to we're going to watch it. If it's in a package that is watchable like something with a beginning middle and end we'll watch it but it's likely just going to be deleted scenes with uh tennis balls on sticks you know oh that's gonna rule when it looks really (laughs) shitty there's no way that they're gonna sink more money into this movie that already lost them their pants it's just Zack snyder (laughs) with like puppets Doing the voices. Ooh, that'd be good. <laughs> it's it's Zack Snyder like in uh, Spaceballs, and he has all of the action figures, and he's acting them out. Oh, well, my what God. if it's just them all sitting on a stage reading the script? For oh, what the movie would a, a have dramatic been. reading of the yeah. Justice League Snyder cut. But they make uh, Ben Affleck wear the Batman suit. <laughs> I mean. Everyone else is in their normal clothing, but he's just sitting in this shitty folding chair in his full Batman costume. Oh, things have gotten so bad for Ben Affleck that he's reached out to Kevin Smith again. Oh, no. I think he's in the reboot, isn't he? Oh, hey, man. (laughs) Kevin Smith's here again. Hey, guys. Kevin Smith here. Oh, that one was good. He's got that, that put on, like... Hey, yeah. what's going on? Hey, yeah. Hey, hey. <laughs> uh, I'm glad that he went to the backwards hat uh, again because man, he was getting real bald. We got yeah. so many shots of him from behind the stage and just oh, nothing back there. Bless you. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> well, that's uh pretty much all I had. Yeah, you got to get a little Fonzie in there. <laughs> That's pretty much all I had to talk about. What's uh? How's your week hey, been, Kelly? What? How's it? How's your week been, Kelly? It's been good. 
<laughs> just chuckling about being Kevin Smith. Uh, <laughs> hey, man, I'm going to put my wife and daughter in my movies, even though they're not very good. Yeah. Well, he's coming for the families tonight. I really am. He says, fuck, says families. fuck families. Yeah. Who hurt you? <laughs> uh, not No one, really. Somebody. You know who hurt someone? Johnny Depp when he was slapping around his wife. Oh, my God. Allegedly. No, he did it. Yeah, I mean, that feels pretty Yeah, pretty evident. I remember when he was going to move to Madison by me, because that's where the real people live. What? Yeah, he never ended up doing it, though. Johnny Depp was talking about moving to Madison, Wisconsin? Yep. So that's that's where the real people are. Los Angeles, Paris, and Madison. <laughs> yeah. The Paris of the Midwest. Yeah. There is actually a Paris of the Midwest, isn't there? Uh, there's Paris, Texas, I believe. There might be a Paris of the Midwest. I'm not. Detroit sure. is sometimes called the Paris of the Midwest. Oh no! Out of no. here. Is that because everyone spits on the ground? <laughs> it's oh, the... Detroit. <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's the Afghanistan of the Midwest. Robocop. <laughs> uh, no, right, uh, but yeah, no, this week's been really good. A uh, new Pokemon came out on Friday. Nice. Been at, Did it a have a good time with that. Did it have every Pokemon ever? No, it didn't. Oh, damn and I'm it. glad it didn't. I'm really glad it didn't, because I don't need to catch all, almost 1,000 of them. Kelly. There's almost 1,000 Pokemon now? Yeah. That's too many. Yeah, it's way too many. I've heard should you... should be 12. I've heard you gotta catch them all. No, you don't you have gotta. to. Kelly, you, ca- you gotta. You gotta catch all of them that are in the game. That's fine. How about you gotta catch them all at some point? Yeah, sure. Like, over a lifetime. Yeah, like, you don't need to do it all in one game. <laughs> it's more of a, a bucket list thing, like an affirmation. Yeah. Like, you gotta catch them all at least once. What people are really upset about with that is that they can't bring in their Pokemon that they've had over a decade now into this game. And that, it's like, look, no other video game would allow you to do that. Just their juiced up Bulbasaur? Yeah, yeah no yeah. one's playing, like, a Final Fantasy game with the same character from Final Fantasy 7 or whatever. You, you just don't that's not how video games work. You can't do that, guys. And so you got this online campaign where like Game Freak lied and I'm like fuck you guys. This game's really good. <laughs> Juggalo like, John, hey. Juggalo John in the chat says that Amber Heard had to testify under oath in court that nothing happened between her and Johnny Depp and that she made it up. Oh, well, I mean, if she testified under oath in court. <laughs> Don't buy it for a second. <laughs> I ain't buying that for a dollar. I would say Johnny Depp didn't beat me up either for $20 million. Yeah. Yikes. I'm sure. Hey, didn't. Uh, what's his face that Marky Mark blinded with a brick was like, yeah, oh, he's a good guy. Yeah. Mark- he's swell. You should let him sell burgers. Yeah. Marky Mark, real good guy. Yeah. <laughs> Marky Mark is not a nice person. <laughs> really excited. Really excited to go to fucking Depp Burgers. <laughs> yeah. Depp cakes. Depp budges. That's, <laughs> that's his sausage place. Oh, I thought it was his sandwich place. <laughs> oh, that that works too. 
Dep witch. Dep witch kind of works. You want a dep witch with extra <laughs> extra domestic violence? Oh my god. No, hold the domestic violence, please. <laughs> if, okay. I, if I see domestic violence on this sandwich, I'm sending it back. <laughs> now is that romaine lettuce? I'm confused. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, Pokemon's real good. Uh, I'm a little over 12 hours into it. Really enjoying it. Uh, and I don't know if I talked about this before, because I'm not really sure what we've talked about because of all the, the random movies we've been watching. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure what I actually get to talk to talk about in certain weeks. But True. I started watching a Japanese reality show. Of course. It's called Terrace House. You guys familiar with this at all? It's on Netflix. Terrace? Sure. Yeah, terrorist, terrorist house? No, no just terrorist, terrorist house. house. Terrorist house. Yes, yeah, terrorist, terrorist house. Terrorist house. So I started watching it. Okay, I have an echo. Yeah, I'm hearing the echo too. Yeah. I'm not hearing an echo, so it's probably me. I think it fixed. All right. Yeah. I think when you acknowledge the echo, it's like, yeah. whoa, whoa. Mr. Echo heard and went back to the shadows. Sometimes with the echo, it's just... When the, the internet kind of slows down a little bit, probably. Yeah. Oh, God, I hear my cat fucking throwing a fit downstairs. You hear your cat fucking? <laughs> no, he's just throwing a fit. <laughs> he heard that Juan's going to sit his whole team next week. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so I started watching Terrace House because one of my favorite wrestlers from Stardom has uh, become a cast member on the house. Cool. And it's... It really kind of the best way to describe it is it's like an American reality show, but without all of the sinister intentions. Well, that sounds terrible. Yeah, it's it's really just these six people live in a house, and they just kind of live their lives, but oh, like no one's plotting anything against it's them. Terrace house, like go out on the terrace. No, yeah, like terrorist house. Yeah, <laughs> it's not terrorist house so is it I mean, uh, that's what you keep calling it is it subbed uh yeah but see i've been watching the stuff with hannah hasn't started on uh netflix so i've been torrenting these because that's where i'm at in my life <laughs> torrenting japanese reality shows from yeah. netflix yeah the funny thing is though apparently on the netflix uploads they take out like all the music and replace it with generic stuff but, like, the opening theme of this show is by churches, and it's a lot of just English music. Um, I believe it's pronounced Chiverches. Yes. Chiverches. But, yeah, it's just, uh, the best part is the, uh, there's a panel that talks uh, before the show starts, and then in the middle of the show, and they just commentate on what they've seen. Those guys are great. Because they just, like, solid work on the pipe bomb. Pretty much, Yeah. They'll just be like, man, you know what? This guy sucks. He's not contributing anything to the house. Not doing it, n- n- adding no drama, l- nothing. Yeah, like the uh, the commentators are fun. I like them. But yeah, everyone, it's a very n- just nice, easygoing show, and it really kind of shows American reality shows for just <laughs> how evil they are. Which is funny because Japan has all those weird shows. And their reality yeah. show is just kind of like, eh, yeah, these people are nice. They're yeah. not like in their underwear trying to climb up a, a slip and slide. No. What no, was that? Just... They were trying to climb up the slip and slide, and every time they, 
Oh, they were trying to break the... It was girl in shower. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> they were just trying to break the pieces to see the girl naked. Yeah. And then this terrace house is just like, hey, we're going to eat with chopsticks. Yeah. Yeah, I, one of the guys... Like it, there's, a, there's a guy in there. His name is uh, Pepe. He's an Italian immigrant who is becoming a manga artist. So wait, so, is Pepe speaking Japanese? Yeah. He's really good. He's oh, fluent. Okay. Kelly, yep. you need to talk to Lisa Mahoney and convince her to watch this. Because Why? I think because oh. she loves trash reality shows, but I think this would be fun for Oh yeah, her. no, I she probably act, it's a great it's a really good show. I think she'd like it. Yeah, I, I wanna hear Mahoney's uh response to Terrace House. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. My response is I don't support terrorist house <laughs> or anything having to do with terrorism. I think you would like the panel. You would like those guys. I am enjoying the challenge just fine where the British team uh, just threw an event because they wanted to vote out one guy's girlfriend because they don't think she can run fast. <laughs> but in terrorist house... They all made dinner together and then went to Rio's basketball game to cheer him on. Oh. What about, have you guys seen Isis Beach? <laughs> <laughs> but the funny thing is, it'll be a backdoor into getting uh, Lisa into Japanese women's wrestling. Yes, yes. I See? Because here's, here's what happens. You get her hooked yeah. on the first part of the season, which is on Netflix now. And then in mid-December, when they upload the second part that Hannah's in, then she'll be like, you know what? This wrestling ain't so bad. Yeah, it's, it's Hannah, a... Go for it. Get her to watch whatever you want. I will not watch it. <laughs> it's a good thought, but they also watch The Miz on the challenge, but they've, they don't watch wrestling because of The Miz. You Why guys... don't you guys watch Miz and Mrs.? Yeah, you guys don't watch Miz and Mrs. either, do you? No, I sure don't. I think you guys would enjoy that show. You know why I don't watch Ms. and Mrs. Quality uh, program. Challenge. Why don't Ms. Went talk? out and bought an entire wheel of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> why? Uh, his wife wanted a wheel of cheese. She's French. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't see what you're missing here. I just. <laughs> Did his wife eat an entire wheel of cheese? Almost. <laughs> Has she shit yet? No. <laughs> well, she shit out a baby. Couple. That's right. My God. I mean, so, yeah, Terrace House just is added to the pile of trash TV I watch. Wonderful. Just throw that, throw that on there with uh, Chrisley Knows Best and General Hospital. Yeah, uh, Chrisley knows best. The uh, Todd Chrisley memes kind of dried up for a little bit. Yeah, there. Uh, I know. I think maybe maybe at the. I feel like once we get some news about the Chrisley court case, maybe Todd Chrisley memes will will make a comeback. Probably there was a lot going on. Sure, I, th I think I think the Todd father's getting off. <laughs> That's going in well, the intro. <laughs> if you if you know anything about the Todd father. You know he's getting off. <laughs> the Todd father fucks. <laughs> yeah, he does. Look at all those kids. <laughs> he made those. In a lab. 
So besides uh, your dis- Do you think he like went in the lab and it had his seed made into eggs so he could impregnate the seed, his own egg with his own seed? <laughs> Probably. So they're just him. I believe he has had sex with Julie as the wife. Oh yeah, no, I think I I I think so, but I think he just wants to make his own perfect baby. Sure. Because yeah, here's I- the thing. Todd is is very horny energy. Todd wants to fuck. See, I would say you could convince me that Todd has had sex with any of the Chrissy knows best characters that I've seen pictures of. I've never seen an episode of the show. Oh no, no! (laughs) I don't know how any of these people relate to one another. They all relate to one another. (laughs) Would absolutely be convinced that he's had sex with any of them. Most of them are his children. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Well, a good majority. I don't know that if we want to be. Yeah. I don't know if we want to be talking about the Todd father in that manner. The, the, the Todd father in his his show is much hornier than Terrace House is. Not a lot of sex on Terrace House. No, no, not at all. <laughs> no, they're very, they're very. Uh, it, it's not a Temptation Island over there. They putting a lot of work into contemplating things. More, it's more like Contemplation Island. That you know. It sounds exactly like some of these terrorists need just send them off to think about what they've done. <laughs> yeah. And film it for Japanese reality TV. Yeah. Oh, it's coming. I'd watch it. Cuz you got all these Americans that are turned into ISIS. I think yeah. there's going to be enough at one point that you'll have a dozen of them that have come back and are trying to reform and it's just it's like celebrity rehab but for being an ISIS. You know, one of my favorite parts of one of the most recent episodes of Terrace House is so the stuff started to air on uh Netflix in Japan obviously. So one of the house members decided to watch the episodes. And he was up crying at night watching the show because through the show he realized how much of a weirdo he is. <laughs> Uh, and he's like, man, I don't like how I act on this show at all. And then everyone was reassuring to him. Yeah, but wouldn't that be all of us, I feel? I don't know. I'm great. I, yeah, I mean, <laughs> doesn't he know how editing works? Like, they can make him look however they want. Like, Jared does know how to read. I just made it sound like he didn't. <laughs> so that's, uh, a, that's a throwback. Right? <laughs> that's a throwback. I just spent... Probably an hour and a half, meticulously removing <laughs> syllables and moving words around to make it sound like he couldn't read. <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm not gonna feel bad if some TV editor makes me look like a weirdo. That's just their choice. No, I just feel like I don't like seeing myself on video or like being able to reflect on that. I don't think anybody anybody really likes that. That's you're, you're fair. Gonna... Especially because Ruka is a 20 year old beautiful boy that doesn't really know what to do with his life. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, besides. Be a 20 year old beautiful boy. Besides. Job. Mahoney, besides your fantasy football machinations, what else is going on? Oh, boy. Um, nothing really. Nothing much. Uh, one of my nieces came to town, so we visited with her and uh, played a lot of oh, cards. Oh, good. 
hung See, up. here's the thing. I saw the picture on your Instagram. Yeah. And I saw one of your relatives said something about Katie. And I thought I had fallen into a different universe where that was your daughter. <laughs> <laughs> no. Her name is also Katie, but she's my my older niece. Not okay, my... good. I did not traverse universes. <laughs> you did not. Kelly was like, God damn. What's that thing that you think happened? Somebody, somebody drilled their way through a wall? Yoda. Yoda, yeah. You thought you might have been back in the Yoda universe? Yeah, and I didn't want to say anything and be like, hey... Is this actually your daughter? Because <laughs> then that'd be weird. That would have been pretty weird. Yeah, I'd be like, when when did she become this? Play it cool, Kelly. Play it cool. <laughs> Has she always been this? <laughs> How old am I? <laughs> Where has the time gone? What universe have I fallen into? Oh, uh, speaking of that, Kelly, are you keeping up with Watchmen? Are you watching Watchmen at all? Uh, yes, I am. Oh, are you caught up? Yes, I am. Oh, we just watched uh, the latest episode tonight. It's so good. It's wild. It's wild. <laughs> the beginning of this episode was amazing. Like when we saw the squid. Yeah, literally on screen, we saw the squid from Watchmen. They and it's so cool. Zack Snyder didn't have the balls. Nope. <laughs> it's really cool. Yeah, and the I loved that. What was that last episode? Not this most recent episode, the one before with the fucking dude who's just running around and is like, "I'm gonna oil myself up and slide into the sewers." Yeah, greased up, what? greased up deaf guy just sliding into the sewers. <laughs> what? That you haven't you've oh seen that God. you've seen that gif, Mahoney. I have seen the gif, but I thought that was just a weird gif. No, no. that's from Watchmen. At oh one point, God. the main the character. Most- Buck Wild show on TV. Yeah, the the main character, played by Regina King, sees this dude watching her, and he bolts, and she chases after him, and they're running. He fucking covers himself in baby oil, and then slides into a sewer drain, and she's like, fuck! (laughs) (laughs) And that's just, like, that's... Every episode is wild shit like that. just insane happens every episode. It's peeling back this, you know, 30 years later Watchmen universe, which, you know, was set up in the book. And, you know, it it takes some from the movie too, kind of that world building, but it's definitely more faithful to the book. We live in a world with two Watchmen sequels and the TV show is the far superior one to the comic. I, I I have no uh, frame of reference, but the show is really fantastic. It's a great example of taking an IP and improving upon it instead of just leaning on the IP of it all. Yeah. Because this could have been its own thing, possibly, but yeah, it's better. I, I think you could have done it. It's better because it's Watchmen. So, highly yeah, recommend. It's so good. Uh, have you uh, still gone to the movies a bunch, Mahoney? Um, I took a couple of... Like, I didn't go this week because uh, Denise was in town. I mm-hmm. was going to go and see Charlie's Angels, but her flight was at the same time. So. Yeah, a lot of people... I'm going to get to see Charlie's Angels. Sounds like that's going to be gone yeah, real I th- fast. I think a lot of people intended to see Charlie's Angels and did not. <laughs> 
and you know that's fine. It's fine. Uh, the last I kind of assumed saw... you were at a movie be- when you were like sending me memes at three in the morning the other <laughs> night. <laughs> that's just any other night. That's just <laughs> just he... another Tuesday, yeah, Kelly. He's just in the shower with the lights off, watching Netflix and <laughs> sending Instagram memes. That is not inaccurate. <laughs> Uh, um, I am going to see on Thursday, no, Friday, Friday this week, they're doing an early showing of Knives Out, and I'm going to go see that. Oh, nice. And then I'm going to tell all of you how it ends. Yeah, uh, Knives Out looks awesome. Uh, Mary definitely wants to see Tom Hanks as Mr. Rogers, and that comes out this week. Yeah, I have no interest in Tom Hanks as Mr. Rogers. Oh, my- sad as Mary. Oh, my God. I and- thought that movie came out a while ago. <laughs> I wish it was already gone. Well, no, I think you're thinking of there was the documentary about yeah, I Mr. Must Rogers, be. but the 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 biopic is coming out this week, along with Frozen, Frozen Two. But uh, we're gonna wait the crowds out on that one. That Frozen Two will be around a little bit. Oh yeah, we'll, Frozen Two will be in theaters until next year. Yeah, we'll we'll catch that at some point. Uh, well, speaking of Frozen, let's uh take a break. And we can come back for our top six for this week, which is top six frozen fiction, you know, uh, inspired by Frozen being released this week. Uh, but first, we got a podcast classic. Uh, this is a long one. Uh, and funnily enough, last week's podcast classic was about porn. This week's podcast classic is about porn. It is from episode 404 from December 2017. Uh, but I tagged a little intro on the front of it. From our good buddy Goat, uh, who went and got himself hitched this past week. Currently on a Caribbean cruise, hugging the hell out of his new wife. Uh, but man, this is a real panels on pages throwback. So uh, listen to this, and uh, we'll be back in a little bit and do a top six. All right. Bye. Right. You know what I love? I love America. And when I think of America, I think of two things. Tits and Batman. And when I need my tits and Batman fix, I go to panelsonpages.com. Because they love tits. And they love Batman. Because they're American. Well, except for that one filter. I kind of think he might be Canadian. But anyway, panelsonpages.com. Tits, Batman, America. So here's here's my hot take. Uh, you guys know about this thing called internet porn? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So uh, there's these websites that you can go to, and you can look at pictures or videos. Um, I mean, it's 2017. Who's looking at picture porn pictures on the internet anymore? Unless it's some sort of weird leak. So, it, fu- it befuddles me when I see a website that has a <laughs> GIF section for the just that 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 quick little rip, you know, <laughs> quick little banana peel, if you know what I'm saying. So, you know, I frequent uh, a site uh, every so often. I'm I'm a married man in love with my wife, but, you know, sometimes sometimes you just got to get the job done yourself. And it's fun. It's a fun time had by <laughs> one and all. <laughs> no, no, fuck it. I co-sign this. So, I don't know about you guys, but uh, I find myself gravitating towards certain performers. Like, I like their work. I like their style. I like their looks. Absolutely. So, so you, you tend to... Uh-oh. 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 Jose knows where I'm going. I might. I don't know. Okay. okay. I'm going to don't, don't, hush up because I might not. Don't bury the lead. Don't bury the lead. So well, I don't want to bury myself. Okay. I don't know if we're on the same hot take. Okay. So uh, 
Uh, and you know, every so often you, you find, you find somebody new that you're like, Oh, let me, let me see this, this young blowhard, see what they've got. This young, this young up and comer. So in the past week I had found this, this young lady who I enjoyed her work and I was like, Oh, you know what? I'll, I'll come back to you at some point and you, you, you're, you're on my list now. You're on my Jericho's list. Uh, so one night last week. I might have enjoy, enjoyed her work to the point of completion. <laughs> and then uh, the very next you day... You put a tally mark on the bathroom mirror. Yes, yes. And then and then the very next day, uh, found out that she had committed suicide. Oh, oh no! Yeah, yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, like, recently? About yeah. Uh, literally, she... it was... Uh, uh, her name is August Ames. August Ames, yeah. Lovely. Yeah. She's uh, dead? Yes. Yeah. She uh, she made some comment. She died on, on Tuesday. On she Twitter committed, she committed suicide last like, Tuesday. Oh, war, you know, warning to whoever's working with this guy. He also shoots gay porn. Right. And like the internet swallowed her whole. So uh, a lot of people came at her because it seemed like a homophobic comment. So she's she's getting a lot of hate on Twitter. She's going back and forth with a bunch of people. You know, people are. T- you, well, okay. Some people Side are note. telling her to. Just found out about her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, she's only fucking like twenty three when she died. Yeah, come on. Was... <laughs> yeah, but she's she she's had a long career. Okay, okay, but may- maybe I'm not uh, the connoisseur you are, Jose Guzman. All right, I'm gonna be quiet. <laughs> See, this is why I didn't say anything at first. But that's that's why I found the story so interesting because I discover her last week, jerk it one night, and then wake up to the news the next day that she's dead. Like, I found out, like, um, you know, I was watching the news, and all these videos kept saying like the fuck a- you you were watching the news <laughs> was it the eighth <laughs> was it were watching the news were you watching were you watching fiddler were you watching the avn yeah, news that's what we call it we call it the news all these videos kept saying rip and then like here's her video so that was weird to me like in in oh, memor- in memoriam here in, in memoriam jerk off to her <laughs> yeah like, like all the subtitles you know all the titles of all the videos were R.I.P. Uh, gone too soon. Yeah. And then, like, you know, usually you see on Facebook, you'll see posts like that. That's like R.I.P. Gone too soon. And there's a video, and it's like a you know, Sarah McLaughlin. Right. Show. Right. But this yeah. is just like, all right. So, in memory of her, pound away. See, that's where I thought you were going. He's <laughs> like, it's weird. But I'm into it, and it's fine. No, like, <laughs> there's enough other porn stars in the world that I don't need yeah, to jerk yeah, off yeah. to See, a dead one. Thing, was I kind of, like, I haven't been back since, because now it's weird. One of the funny things is, is I found out about the news story because of Juggalo John's retweets. Uh, like, I don't know if I would have stumbled upon the news story otherwise, so I might still be jerking off to her to this day if it weren't for Juggalo John. So up top, homie, for not That's only right. warning me... But also for having the same taste in porn stars, what is up with that? But it's that, like that's why I'm saying where me, you been on this one. Me and Juggalo John are like me and Ted Cruz. Remember when me and him had the same taste in porn? <laughs> that's right. 
There's a lot of porn out there, Jose. There's a yeah, lot. But, yeah, like, you know, talk shit you want, Jose, but there really is. There is you know, a lot. And, yeah, and there, there, there is a lot. And there's some that are just good at their job. Yeah. And, and, I, and those stand out. I, I got, That's all I'm saying. I, it's kind of like people I who. Know, I think I, I watch too much news. It's like people who didn't get into Sublime until after Bradley Noel died. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, she, right, burned, she burned bright and fast. and At, at least you found her work. Yeah. A body of work that will live on forever. R.I.P. And forever be weird with weird subtitles. Great boobs. Solid teardrop boobs. A plus. Which really, I think, is the most fitting memorial we can give to a person. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going on, Jose? Sweet cups. We talk about porn a lot on this show. That was show. a solid uh, place to end. Oh, no, my mic. <laughs> solid place to end that clip. <laughs> sweet cups yeah that was the thing like you know i try and get these things to be around you know two three minutes you know enough time to go take a piss if you need to but like it was just it kept being good <laughs> there were so many twists and turns and just finally had to just be like all right time to get out sweet cups mahoney are you there i'm here okay good uh you guys want to do top six yeah. Do it. One, Alright, so Frozen 2 is coming out this week. So uh we thought of a top six idea of top six frozen fiction where uh let's say movies, TV, books, video games, what have you takes place in the winter. There's snow, there's ice, what have you. Uh, you know, it's wide open. But uh, it we can still do one of our favorite things, and it's lists things that we like. So uh, let's uh, start it off. Uh, Kelly, you were going to uh, help me out with some of that Discord. Yeah, I uh, can do the Discord. Well, let's, yeah, let's go with Lee first. Uh, give us All Lee's right. top six since he is not here. Yeah, so Lee, number six, Frozen from 2010. Indie nightmare fuel about a couple stranded on a ski lift after hours. Good. Now Mahoney. Yeah, I, I maintain that's not at all what Frozen is about. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> no. what we're talking about. Doesn't seem right. No, uh, I've seen Frozen many a time. I've listened to it even more in the back of the car, but uh, I don't remember anybody being trapped on a ski lift. No, and especially being nightmare fuel. Yeah. yeah. Do sometimes I mean, it's, a... it's got a reindeer and he's afraid of horses, so. I don't know. His name is Sven. Yeah. Is he afraid? I imagine of... if you're afraid of horses and you see a reindeer, you must just be scared shitless. Yeah. I've Who's Maybe afra... it's relatable to Lee. Who's afraid of horses? The reindeer Lee? is? Oh, Lee is. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought okay, I thought you meant that oh, the man. reindeer is afraid yeah. of horses. No, Lee is afraid of horses. I I'm glad you. I told you guys cuz what if you got him like a horse page day calendar <laughs> or something? No, we know. We know Lee is afraid of horses. Yeah. We get it. Sheesh. I just thought yeah, that was. No, a... I, I I thought that he could relate to the uh, reindeer that was afraid of horses. Right. I thought I had missed some character beat for Sven in Frozen, <laughs> where he was afraid of horses while riding a ski lift. <laughs> uh, number five, Metal Gear Solid for the PS One. There is nothing like it, and it gave us Solid Snake. Yeah, I, I had to ask. I have no frame of reference of. Metal Gear Solid, really. I had to ask Lee. I was like, so what? Is it in the snow? 
<laughs> are you into? Are either of you into Metal Gear at all? No. I played that first one, um, you know, in high school. Yeah. And I vaguely remember that there was snow, but yeah. I certainly don't think of it in my mind as a snow thing. Yeah. Lee says it takes place in an Alaskan military base. Anytime you're outside, it's a snow level. So that's cool. Yeah. Uh, number four, Krampus from 2015. The snow is as unrelenting as the creepy-ass elves hiding in it. That Krampus is really good. That's one of those that Lee has been trumpeting from the rooftop since it came out. Uh, and I believe it's going to make it into our yearly Christmas movie rotation. And yeah, it's. Uh, have you guys seen Krampus? No, I still no. need to. It's just, sure. you know, there. there's this blizzard that is just pounding their ass the entire movie and there's the there's shots of outside as this blizzard is going through and you see krampus like crawling over the rooftops it's it's pretty amazing uh number three until dawn from the ps4 uh changed what a choose your own adventure style game could be yeah he said that also takes place in like a wintry setting but it's more of a, a horror game I believe uh number two 30 days of night an idea so effective and so simple that everyone else should be ashamed they didn't think of it first that 30 days of night movie is low-key one of the better comic book adaptations if you're uh. if you're not talking marvel or dc and just as a a, a cool concept horror movie yeah i've never seen that or actually read the comic i need to do one of those but yeah it's uh Set in Alaska when they don't have any sunlight, so it's just vampires just all the time. Just fucking up a little Alaskan town with Josh Hartnett as, I believe, the sheriff? I do believe. What happened to Josh Hartnett? Did he bully a gay man and commit suicide? (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, I hope not. No, Josh Hartnett, I believe, is still very much alive. I think... Ashton Kutcher just took all of his roles. Wow, that's yeah. You know, that's probably what happened. He was he's great in Thirty Days of Night, but he never kind of rose past that teen movie stigma. He he never really had that breakout role where he graduated from kid actor to uh you know like a Hollywood star. What's Lee's number one? Uh, Number one is Ravenous from nineteen ninety nine. Killer cast, killer score, the story of a cannibal madman in a remote frontier fort in post-Civil War America. An underrated classic. Literally never heard of this movie. Uh, Guy Pierce, I believe, from Memento. And um, the dude from Train Spotting, who was also Rumpelstiltskin in Once Upon a Time, I believe. I forget his name currently. Awesome. Thank you for that, Kelly. Yeah. Mahoney, you want to read one off of Discord? Uh, give me two more seconds to get back to Discord. Okay, how sure about this? Will. How about this? I will read uh, email from Vetter. Uh, Vetter says, Christmas movies are the easy choice, so I'm excluding them from my list. I also did the same. But, you know, uh, once somebody picks wood chips, all bets are off. Uh, <laughs> ben says, shout outs to Empire Strikes Back, Gremlins, the Revenant and X Two. X Two. That is a good one. Like, oh yeah, I, good one. I'm disappointed in myself that I didn't put that on my list. But uh, yeah, big ups to Vetter for that one. Uh, 
number six, Game of Thrones. Winter is coming. The Ice King and Dragon were pretty cool. Bad pun intended. I yeah, I assumed we were gonna see a lot of Game of Thrones. Number you five know, yes? I never considered Game of Thrones. <laughs> Excellent I don't... choice. Forgot about that whole winter aspect of it. <laughs> Yeah, like they should have put it in the marketing or something. Yeah, they. Why didn't anybody ever talk about yeah. it? Uh, I but didn't. No, I honestly forgot about it. I didn't watch it. So, uh, number five, GI Joe. All episodes and issues with everyone's favorite hero, Snowjob, the true MVP of the Pop Olympics. Uh, Snowjob sucks. <laughs> uh, this is another great one. Uh, number four is Rocky Four. The whole. Training in Russia to defeat communism, the cold only made him stronger. Uh, those earlier Rocky movies are better known for their montages, but that Rocky Four montage where he's just dragging logs and he's got the yoke and he's carrying buckets and just climbing up a climbing up a mountain. Uh, number three, Red Dawn, the Swayze Sheen original. The commies invade the U.S. and are met with a small band of freedom fighters using the mountains and elements to their advantage. But you'd think the Russians would... It's like home home field. Yeah, really. Like, it, it would be easier to defeat the Russians in, like, Daytona. Yes. <laughs> uh, number two, I considered this for my list, but fuck Bill Murray. Groundhog Day. Uh Vetter says, one of the most underrated movies of all time and Murray's best work, in my opinion. Yeah. Groundhog Day is fantastic. And the the weather is an impetus for the, the whole plot. So, good pick. Good choice. And number one, I don't think we're going to see this on anybody else's list, is Savage Sword of Conan. Other titles pit the Barbarian in Tundras as well, but I enjoy the Savage stories the most. Thank you, Vetter, for being the only person that still sends us emails. <laughs> Get on the Discord. <laughs> We're talking fantasy football on there. What are you doing? Uh, Vetter and I messaged back and forth a bit during uh, the end of the game against him and Jose because, oh boy, was that stressful. So, uh, or Tito, Tito. Ah, I keep getting Jose and Tito messed up because I need Jose and Tito both to lose. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All you- right, Ben. Ben checks in. Oh, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait. No, Mahoney, I need you to read Juan's list. Oh, okay. I, it's, well, where is it? It's uh, uh, the second one after Lee. Yeah. On the Discord? Yeah, you just got to go up a little bit. I can't see Juan on the Discord. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I have Juan muted on Discord. I can't see it. I forgot I wasn't doing a bit. I was like, where's he going with this? <laughs> uh, okay, read Ben's. I'll read one. Oh, oh, I can read one. All popsicles. Uh, red, blue, orange, yellow, purple. Purple is number one. Go ahead, Kelly. Read, read one's. All right, one's. <laughs> number six. The Snow Queen by Joan D. Venge. Joan D. Venge. That sounds like a fake name. That sounds like a porn actress from the I thought that sounds like a porn actress, too. Yeah, Venge sounds like something gross. Yeah. Like Uh, smelly Venge. Ew. Uh, Number five, The Thing. Pick a version, but if it's not the one with Kurt Russell, you're wrong. 
Uh, that is a good one. Yeah. Number four, Rankin Bass Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Uh, number three, Enemy at the Gates. That Jude Law slash Rachel Vice scene. Nuff said. Any of you seen Enemy at the Gates? No. I have seen Enemy at the Gates, and it doesn't belong on any list. Tell us about this scene. Do you remember this scene? Oh, I don't remember this scene. I re- this is what I remember about Enemy at the Gates. It came back in the day when uh, I would rent VHSs from Blockbuster and then bootleg them onto my own thing. And then I was in Maryland on my annual family trip to Maryland, and I had my bootleg copy of Enemy at the Gates, and I was watching it, and my aunt was watching it. And uh, it got to the very end of the movie, and in the final like climactic part, the tape ran out, and we didn't get to see the end, and she was pissed. And that's <laughs> all I remember about it. <laughs> I'm going to assume he's talking some sort of sex scene. Yeah. Wonder if we get to see some some hoots. I won a prize at a screening of The Mummy Returns because I answered a trivia question and the answer was enemy at the gates. I think I won like a mummy pin or something. Good for me. So you've never seen the movie either then? No, I haven't seen it. Okay. Huh. So I googled enemy at the gates sex scene. Yeah. And this is what it says under screen it parental review. It says, we see the side of a Russian's bare butt. Ooh. Then, it continues, in a very sensuous scene, they have sex as quietly as possible. (laughs) So, I don't, it doesn't sound very sexy. (laughs) I love some quiet. (laughs) Just real quiet sex, where you can see the side of a Russian guy's butt. It's like, be quiet, (laughs) be quiet, the Russians are in the other room. Uh, number two, The Day After Tomorrow. Entertaining because it's such a bad movie. Yeah, that's the one where uh, Mysterio has to outrun the ice. Right? Ah, probably. Yeah, it is. Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> uh, number one, The Empire Strikes Back. Hoth is cold. Kill a Tauntaun and keep warm inside the gooey guts. Yeah, that's a good one. I, I, ha- I had to add that to my list after I saw Juan pick it. I... I- I do kind of have an advantage with these top sixes. Is I see them all coming in. I'm like, ooh, that's a good one. Good list, Juan. Yeah. But I think it's funny that he picked the Rankin-Bass Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Reindeer at number four. But wasn't his favorite Christmas TV special some Ziggy movie? <laughs> you have to assume that that had snow in it too, right? <laughs> well, with it being Ziggy, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Zippity zoppity. Yep. All right, Mahoney. Give us Ben's list. All right. The resident Here's film ben. nerd. Resident film nerd Ben. Uh, he got. Uh, first, shout out to Ben. He got all of his numbers on a new line. <laughs> I don't know how he managed, but he did it. Well, it's Twitter that he has the problem with. No, it's everywhere that he has the problem with. Uh, number six, Rankin Bass Rudolph. The stop motion bumble kind of freaked me out as a youngster. Yeah. That's Number five, one. the first act of The Empire Strikes Back. Every time it snowed, my brother and I would always pretend we were riding tauntauns and fighting wampas on Hoth. You know, going back to that Rudolph movie real quick, the Rudolph movie, like Charlie Brown, Frosty the Snowman, and The Grinch were all released within like three or four years of each other in the late 60s. That's nuts to me. That yeah. is nuts. 
It's like Gremlins and Ghostbusters being released on the same day. Because, yeah, we don't get classics like that anymore. What's the last Christmas movie that came out that's, like, worth watching? I mean, there's a lot, but I don't know that there's... Take all the way? <laughs> I feel like you could make an argument for Shrek the Halls. <laughs> Elf is pretty old at this point, but I do believe Elf became a Christmas yeah. classic. That's yeah, fair. Elf that's is in there. That's one of the newer ones. But, like, I like uh, The Night Before with Seth Rogen and all them. That one's good. Krampus, you know? All right. But still, no, no, like, worldwide, everyone loves it and has seen it. Like, my neighbor across the way has an inflatable Buddy the Elf. That's cool. Yeah. It's very wholesome when we come out of the front door. <laughs> Just covered in spaghetti and syrup. <laughs> oh, I wanted to eat that so much. Probably will. Continue with Ben's list. I, I apologize. All right. Number four, Fargo. That poor guy's red parka lying in that almost impossibly white snow is an image I will never forget. Yeah, that that is definitely the film nerd pick. Uh, nothing against uh, Fargo. But... Uh, 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 uh. Hell, hold on. Don't oh, jump yeah. the gun. Number three, Never Cry Wolf. <laughs> a live action nature thriller from Disney that was the first film to show me that snow and ice aren't always fun. Weird. I wonder if that's on Disney Plus. <laughs> Probably. It's not the biscuit hunter, so no. <laughs> the biscuit I'm gonna, eater. I'm gonna eggplant emoji that because somebody else already did, and I'm gonna second. Oh, I eggplant emoji everything. Perfect. Like that is my go-to emoji. If, like on desktop, it's eggplant, and on mobile, it's the little the the squirt emoji. Oh, not the pregnant lady. I like the pregnant. Oh lady. no, I I like using the pregnant pregnant lady on desktop too. But I got that from you. I learned it from watching you. (laughs) Perfect. Uh, Number two, Carpenter's The Thing. That movie just wouldn't have worked as well in any other kind of climate. That's fair. Yeah. What do you mean, like? (laughs) Like if they were in, like, the rainforest. Not in this climate. (laughs) Yeah, like, like, hashtag me too. (laughs) Do they sexually harass someone in The Thing? (laughs) Probably. I mean, it is an 80s movie. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and number one. If Kerouac had his way, there'd be rape boobs. Wow. <laughs> God, just topless Leah Thompson in it. Oh. It's just trying to borrow a cup of sugar. <laughs> uh, Kubrick's The Shining, just a great movie overall, and the source of one of my favorite images to show online to express how cold I am. Yeah, that's a good one. Good gift. When he axes his way through that door. Yep. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's when those two little girls are standing. Right, 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 right. When he's riding on the tricycle and he sees those twins. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then he gave a shout out to Krampus and Ravenous, both of which are two more prime examples of how. Oh, my phone just turned off. Two more prime (laughs) examples of how winter weather is a prime horror. Uh, Wonderful. 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 Uh, let's see. We've got. Oh, I've got. A... I got. I got a Tito list. Okay, go for it. From the Discord, we got a Tito list. No real order. Thanks, Tito, for paying attention to the rules. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, Make up the order, Kelly. Frozen, the real Frozen, with the sweet, beautiful, and angelic voice of Idina Menzel, aka my next ex-wife. Well, that doesn't work because Jen is your current wife. 
Man, so Teeth's already is planning that. Are you talking some before. like some some polygamy? <laughs> oh man! Oh, oh. Tito, Tito's going for it. I like it. <laughs> uh, the Hateful Eight. This cast was perfect. Really enjoyed this movie. Yeah, another one where like the the snow is almost the first villain in the movie. Yeah. Oh, and the scene where Sam Jackson makes the guy suck his dick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Trading Places, one of Eddie Murphy's best. Mm-hmm. Jamie Lee Curtis, topless. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, thanks to Disney Plus, I can watch this from Halloween to Christmas. Yeah, next year, but this year, they they had it on lockdown until Disney Plus launched. I was looking on Netflix, like, where's Nightmare Before Christmas? Like, around Halloween time. Nope. Disney Plus had it. You know, I have never seen Nightmare Before Christmas. What? Yeah, it's all right. Never seen it. I'm f- obviously aware of it. It's all yeah. right, Kelly. Oh, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas came out just at the perfect time in my formative years, and then they had all the uh, stop motion puppets in like glass cases at Disney MGM Studios. So that that's was rad. cool. That was very rad. I love that. Where are, uh, where are we at? Let's see. Dumb and Dumber, classic comedy. Yes. The scene with the and, two of them riding the little scooter with their boogers frozen in their face. <laughs> the whole plot no. is they're going to Aspen. That's one I've never seen. You've never seen Dumb and Dumber? No. Dumb and Dumber is Dumb and Dumber made me howl out loud the first time <laughs> I ever watched it. Yeah, it's uh you know, comedy sometimes is very generational. But I think have you ever been into Jim Carrey at all, Kelly? Um, you fucking better get into Jim Carrey because he's going to be in that Sonic movie. I like Bruce Almighty. You like Bruce Almighty? Then you'll love Dumb and Dumber. I've seen. I've. I've. I've I enjoyed Yes Man. <laughs> See, that's like watered down Jim Carrey era. The peak was Ace Ventura. Mask, Dumb and Dumber, Ace Ventura Two, and then I can't, I can't take that Jim Carrey. I mean, that's that's why he's Jim Carrey, though. Yeah, I can't do that. Um, well, which one? Which one have you seen that you called that Jim Carrey? Like just that era. Yeah, but which one of those movies have you seen? Oh, I've I've seen the trailers, and that's enough for me. Uh, Bat- oh Batman Forever. Like, that's over-the-top Jim Carrey. It looks like Sonic, he's doing another Riddler. And then what's uh, what's Tito's last one? Uh, Christmas Vacation, my go-to holiday movie. Yeah. Good one. Never seen that one either. Oh, Kelly. Really? <laughs> You're hurting me. <laughs> <laughs> Juggalo John in the chat says Christmas Vacation is thirty years old, and I believe it. I would have yeah. said it was probably thirty-five years old, but I know. Yeah, I was just thinking. I was like, only thirty. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I would have assumed that was a little older. Yeah, it came out late eighties, probably eighty-eight. I believe eighty-nine, maybe eighty-nine. Thirty years old. Uh, how about this? We got our old buddy Eric Magnus. Wait for it. 
uh, because oh, I I was reading this and I got to his number one and I fucking cackled. <laughs> I, I, I purposely didn't look at it so I wouldn't spoil myself. Uh, all right. Top six in no particular order. These are just some things I can think of. Number six, Metal Gear Solid. Fra- favorite game of all time. Some of the coolest character names of all time next to Transformers. Really, though? Wasn't it just like Solid Snake, Liquid Snake? Something like that. There was some like wolf or something. Gaseous Big Snake. Boss. Yeah, somebody was named Big Boss. I don't know about this. <laughs> well, well at least it's six. not Devil May Cry where there's just a character named Lady. Uh, or Lady and the Tramp. Eric Magnus is number five. He just puts Iceman and... I accept that. <laughs> All right. Yeah, sure. All right. Why not? Yeah. That's fine. Any Iceman ever. Uh, number four, Game of Thrones. Specifically, the episode where Gendry was running his ass off in that stupid plan to catch a White Walker and bring it back. Oh, that was a cool one. I'm sure it was. Uh, number it th- for real, it was. Number three, Ariel Winter. He says, hey, it's got... You know w-. what? I like it. He says, hey, it's got Winter in the name. I, I'll allow it. She's lovely. Follow her she on Instagram. Lovely. Yeah, you should. I don't think I know who that is. She's oh the, man, Kelly, the middle daughter from Modern Family, whose older brother was Pugsley from the Adams Family, who had to get a breast reduction because her fucking back. <laughs> yeah, her poor, poor back. Actually, wasn't it because of her back, and also because people were sexualizing her too much? Um, I don't remember. All right, uh, Kelly, I hope you can make heads or tails of this one. Eric Magnus says, number two, that episode of Young and the Restless where Brad Carlton died. One of my biggest what-the-fuck moments watching a soap. Uh, I, I'm not familiar with Young and the Restless. No, I'm sorry. It was, it's, so it's just General Hospital. Yeah. I also, but in the past, I... I have watched Port Charles and One Life to Live, but those also <laughs> take place in the same universe as General Hospital. Oh, what? What? Yeah, Port Charles was wild because that was like, all right, what if it was in the same like town as General Hospital, but just there were vampires and angels here? Wow. What? Yeah, no, General Hospital is wild. Well, I mean, uh, Port Charles is wild. And I actually started watching General Hospital again after years of not watching any kind of soaps or anything because they brought back one, like the lead vampire from Port Charles. And he was playing a vampire in General Hospital, but it just turned out he was a crazy person. Oh. That's interesting to me that you are balls deep in the General Hospital lore but you've never gone over to any of the other long-running soaps. No, nah, I'm loyal. Well, good on you. And also, I'm 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 watching the show with the best acting. They, okay. they win. They win the daytime Emmys every year. What's the show that just like lost their entire cast? Oh shit! Was that uh, Days of Days of Our Lives? Days of Our Lives. They fucking fired everybody. Yeah. Did you see the thing that they film eight months in advance? Right. Yeah, that's insane. Like. To what purpose? <laughs> Just so that well, it's, it's always so you going. you can fire your cast. Yeah. I guess. You know, they've been doing it for, what, 60, 70 years at this point? Yeah. So they just got it down to a science. Yeah, General Hospital, I think, films like a month and a half in advance, I want to say. All right, and uh, Eric Magnus's number one is Happy Feet. 
that movie got me a lot of trim in Japan. <laughs> what? <laughs> the man says trim. <laughs> uh, I'm so I'm so disappointed. Jose is not here. <laughs> Uh, so he says, Happy Feet, that movie got me a lot of trim in Japan. They went crazy for that movie. All I had to do was put in my dating profile that I had that movie and that I liked movies like that, and it was game on. Oh, my <laughs> God. Shout to my balls because I was freezing them off in Australia because they briefed us on all the dangers in Australia, but they n neglected to tell us that our summers was their winter. Only good thing to come out of that was that I got the, oh my God, you poor baby treatment. And then he says, damn, I just remembered Die Hard and Rocky IV. <laughs> <laughs> Die Hard doesn't, I mean, Die Hard, count, Die Hard counts as a Christmas movie. Is it even movie. snow? No. Well, I mean, at the He's end. He's in LA, right? At the end, all the papers and ash and stuff are falling down to no. to simulate snow. No. You want a you want a winter because it's frozen. You want a frozen Die Hard. It's Die Hard Two. Correct. That is no, the right answer. Die Hard Two is not that great. Uh, all right, cool. Mahoney, you want to read Mary's list? Um, yes. Where do I find Mary's list? Hang on, I got my list. I'll read it's, my list. All right, find Mary's list. Uh, her, number... her list is on Discord. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I believe. Oh, we got Mary and Zero left on Discord. Yeah. All right. All right. And then I got Kristen on Twitter and then uh, the rest of ours. Yeah. Okay. Well, here, I'll do Mary first and we'll save ours for later. Uh, number six, The Long Winter. Uh, a little house on the prairie novel where everyone almost starves to death during a seven-month-long blizzard. You know, a children's book. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds terrifying, Mary. Checks out. Uh, number five, White Christmas. The whole movie revolves around snow or a lack thereof. You know, I didn't realize until this moment that the movie White Christmas is about a place where it's not white because they're dreaming of a white Christmas. Yeah, that's but that's what blew my mind is there's no fucking snow in that entire movie until the very end. I mean, I guess that makes sense. The cover, uh, no. the cover well, of the VHS or the DVD is all them in all Santa costumes with snow everywhere. <laughs> and I'm watching nice. it for the first time and I'm like, where the fuck is the snow? Makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, number four, Cool Runnings. Winter Olympics, bobsledding, and that ice cream truck scene. Good one. Number three, Titanic, the most influential chunk of ice in cinematic and, cinematic and actual history. Good one. Number two, A Christmas Story, things like the tongue stuck to the flagpole and Ralphie blaming shooting his eye out on an icicle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're and selling... number one, the Harry Potter movies, Anytime It Snows, because Hogwarts Castle in the Snow is majestic. And she gives a shout-out to Hoth and Empire Strikes Back and the game Shadows of the Empire, where you could cheat code to play as a wampa. That was a cool game. I can't cool. remember that game. I can't believe she saved two Star Wars things for her shout-outs. Seriously. She's just trying to buck her stereotype. Trying to diversify her bonds. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. I saw one pick Empire Strikes Back, and I'm like, oh, I fucking better pick the Empire Strikes Back, or I'm going to look like a real dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, let me do uh, Kristen's from Twitter. Okay. Uh, this is a great thread. Uh, follow us on Twitter because this is fantastic. Uh, Kristen Allen says, honorable mentions to Misery, Alien vs. Predator, Ugh. and Red Dead Redemption 2, which is a bit of a cheat, but you start in snow and can head into the mountains whenever. Uh, she continues. Number six, the Donald Duck and Chippendale short Corn Chips from 1951. I do believe that is on Disney+. Plus. It's definitely on Disney+, Plus, and I haven't read her list, and that's on my list, too. <laughs> High five. Corn Chips. She says, this was on a VHS we had, and I watched it a lot as a kid. It's not necessarily all that great. Everyone is dick in it, but it definitely reminds me of winter. It's definitely all that great. <laughs> Number five, The Shining, obviously, for obvious reasons. Number four, Bob's Burgers, The Bleakening, episodes six and seven of season eight. One of their best Christmas episodes with lots of musical numbers, including one featuring Adam Driver, a.k.a. Daddy Kylo. And she includes a gif of the wife from Bob's Burgers grabbing the bedspread, twirling, and turning into a Mrs. Santa Claus outfit. What's the wife's name on Bob's Burgers? Bob. <laughs> Burger. <laughs> Burger is her name. Uh, all right. Uh, number three, the movie I made as a kid starring me and my dog husband, Quinn. <laughs> my dad shot video of me and Quinn playing in the snow. We edited it together. I rambled a nonsense story via voiceover, and it's wonderful slash terrible. And there is currently a bidding war for a copy of this tape. That's right. That's the only one of her list I've seen. I stopped at that tweet. It was like, wait, 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 wait. How do I get this video? We need a double bill of that and the uh, RoboCop Mahoney cut. Yeah. I wish I dug through so many boxes in my parents' basement trying to find that RoboCop. And uh, she alluded to it there, but uh, I didn't know if she would ever make it public knowledge. But yeah, uh, at one point when Kristen was a child... Uh, she had a family dog whose name was Corn Chips. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, what did she say the dog's name was? Why does it say the tweet's unavailable? Get out of here. Come Get on, drunk. Twitter. <laughs> what is happening? Quinn. Quinn was... So she actually married... You know, she's a kid and she's playing, you know, house or whatever. She married her dog. <laughs> so I mean, he's loyal. Quinn was her dog husband. Yeah. Respect. And then her number one is the Frozen Stage Show at Hollywood Studios. Had so much fun seeing it with Carrie in 2014. Our Kristoff was very gay. We got to sing along to the whole songs. And at the end, it snowed on the audience. Afterwards, the whole group went to Arendelle. And it's... Uh, me and Mary and Carrie and Jose and his wife and Kristen and shit, Patrick, and then uh, Anna and Elsa. It was very cool. Good times. Yeah, they do a whole, uh, 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 like a story time version of Frozen, and it's a stage show, and they do all the songs, and they show clips from the movie, and then it snows uh, soap at the end. It's pretty cool. Did you just marry Jose back in 2014? He definitely did. <laughs> what? You called Jose and his wife. Yeah. (laughs) I said wife instead of lady. That's weird. You sure did. I was just going. Who cares? (laughs) I take it back. All right. (laughs) No Uh, names. What's next? What's next? 
I'll do uh, Zero's list. Cool. Uh, so first, Zero's list himself. Uh, honorable mentions every episode of South Park and the 2018 Pop Winter Games. Those Pop every Winter episode. Those those Pop Winter Games were dope, and yeah, I still do love South Park, but I don't really, I can't really watch it these days. I know you have a a very negative opinion towards South Park, there, Kelly. I don't like it. Have <laughs> See, you- I I loved it in its time, and then. It kept going. Yeah. It kept going, number one. <laughs> and then I did slowly come around to the, I think the reason Kelly doesn't like it is like, they just like ingrain this thing of like, everything sucks. Like yeah. nothing matters. Everything sucks. And I was like, yeah, that's, uh, that's not wrong. Like that's, that's a good point. Yeah. It just kind of sours. They should sours have ended it with that one episode where, uh, Stan didn't like X-Men First Class and he didn't like anything and he had an existential crisis about everything sucks now and they should have just ended it on that. Yeah. But they're still making money. Instead, every episode is just, what if uh, both sides were bad? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And everyone's like, what if both sides were bad? Huh. And that's how Donald Trump gets elected president. Yeah. I did like the... Uh, turd sandwich, giant douche discussion back in, I believe that was two thousand the two thousand four election. No, turd sandwich, giant douche was uh, Trump and Hillary. I thought. Well, they might have continued that, but originally it was a choice between uh, turd sandwich and giant douche, and I'm pretty sure it was uh, George Bush, John Kerry. You know that era. Yeah. Yeah, they might have brought it back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they did that I, whole season based on Donald Trump. Yeah. Ugh. Yuck. Uh, number six, Frozen. Uh, number five, Any Scene on Hoth. Number four, Heart of Ice from the Batman, the animated series. That's the Oh, that's a good one. The Mr. Freeze yeah. story. Uh, number three, Gremlins and Gremlins 2. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, number two, Game of Thrones. And number one, Nightmare Before Christmas. Good one. And then uh, Cat's List. Uh, honorable honorable mention, Frozen 2. I'll, I know I'll probably like it. Uh, number six, Krampus. Number five, Yuri on Ice. Uh, number four, Frozen. Number three, The Ice Age Movies. Uh, number two, Nightmare Before Christmas. Number one, Crimson Peak. And bonus mention, Bucky Barnes. What is Crimson Peak? <laughs> That's that uh, Guillermo del Toro movie, hmm. I think. Where someone's a ghost or something. Those uh, those Ice Age movies, I haven't seen all of them, but they were fun. I like that first one. People love them. A little scrat. All right, uh, well, let's uh, do ours and finish this up. All right. Uh, Mahoney, you go first. All right, number six. Captain America issue 322 where he fights Ultimatum, the terrorist organization that wears berets and uh, (laughs) white like button-up shirts uh, on skis in the snow. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's good. And, you know, extra shout-out because Captain America, frozen in ice. Frozen in ice. (laughs) All right. Uh, Number five, the Chip and Dale short where Donald tricks them into shoveling his snow. Which I now know is called corn chips. <laughs> Why is it called corn chips? Uh, because he they want his popcorn. 
Mm. And so he tricks them into shoveling his snow in order to get the popcorn. But then they pop all of his popcorn, and then it covers his lawn and his walkway as though it were snow, and he has to shovel it all over again. And Ah. corn chips, because it's Chippendale. I get it. There was also that one that was, uh, they used to package it with Mickey's Christmas Carol. It was Donald. Ah! Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Go on. (laughs) Number four, the episode of Perfect Strangers when Balky and Larry get trapped in the cabin. <laughs> That's a good one. Bottle the episode. Two Potter. It's great. Uh, number three. I'm surprised that nobody else has this. GI Joe in the Pyramid of Darkness when Quick Kick fights uh, Storm Shadow on that iceberg. Ooh. See, I don't recall that, but I'm sure oh. I've seen it. It's great. I assure you, I've probably never seen that. Well, that's ridiculous. I watched a lot of I rewatched a lot of GI Joe when it was on Hub, but I don't remember that one popping up. It's really good. You should look it up. They well, really they've good. got a GI Joe in the Pyramid of Darkness just in general is great. They've got a weird thing with the GI Joe episodes where half of it was produced by Deke and half of it was produced by Filmation maybe. So like Hub was only showing one yeah one half. I mean they are drastically different. So, I love G.I. Joe. It's real weird. Um, and then number... What number did I leave off on? I number two. For Your Eyes Only, the James Bond movie, where he uh, goes to Greece and tells, tries to help this lady, and then they find themselves at like the Olympics, and the guy's a cross-country skier where you have to shoot at things. That's the bad guy. <laughs> So there's a whole lot of snow in that movie. What's that? The that's the biathlon, right? Yeah, that, was that a, sounds right. A, a, a pop winter Olympics event. So that movie's awesome, and At, I love it. What was the James Bond where Pierce Brosnan uh, was surfing down the mountain where there was the avalanche happening? Um, I'm gonna say that was probably the world is not enough. Mm. And then he survives by pulling a string on his jacket, and it turns into, like, a giant ball. Like a big inflatable, like, ball that he just lives in. Like a hamster ball? Exactly. Saves his life. And I wonder what your number one is. And my number one all-time snow thing is the Donald Duck short, uh, (laughs) where he has a snowball fight with his nephews. So good. I am so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you jerk. Uh, well, You're I, like, ah, oh, you know what else they have? I figured there's no way he has two Donald Duck shorts. On oh, there sure list. is. <laughs> he probably could have made a whole six of them. I thought about it. I love that one, not only because it was packaged with Mickey's Christmas Carol, because it was uh, The Art of Skiing, that one where Donald has the snowball fight with the nephews. And then uh, Pluto's Christmas tree with where Chip and Dale are in the Christmas tree. And I loved the Donald Duck one because uh, so he builds this boat. He builds this like pirate ship out of ice. And then the uh, nephews shoot flaming arrows into it. And the sound of the ice boat melting because of the the flaming arrows. It always sticks with me. It's always such a cool little sound 
design. I love it. Kelly? All right. Uh, number six, the Pee-wee's Playhouse Christmas special. Good I love one. Pee-wee making mystery tracks in the snow, trying to throw a Cowboy Curtis off of his uh, trail. Everybody buying him fruitcakes. Yep. Or baking him fruitcakes. Yeah. And all the various celebrity guest stars. Mm-hmm. Whoopi who Goldberg. Doesn't, who doesn't love the Del Rubio triplets? <laughs> uh, you know what that Pee-wee's Playhouse Christmas special was missing? What? Phil Spector. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by Pee-wee's- the way. So uh, this this is in reference to a pop uh, podcast that has not been released yet. But Kelly, I just want you to know that I have downloaded Phil Spector's uh, "A Christmas for You." Oh fuck yeah, you did! Is that what it's called? A Christmas for you? A Christmas? A Christmas gift to you? A Christmas gift to you? Which Kelly best says Christmas is album. one of the best albums of all time. Yep, which I went in hard on information about during a future episode of the podcast. Yes, yeah. Like right from jump. Yep. Uh, number five, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Obviously, it's not all in icy places, but there is quite a bit of time that you spend up on mountains, getting cold and putting on jackets. Cool. True. Yep. Uh, number four, Golden Kamui. Uh, it's a manga slash anime where most of it takes place in Hokkaido, which is the icy Wisconsin of Japan. It's pronounced Banjo and Kazooie. Yes, sorry, Banjo Kazooie. <laughs> uh, but Golden Kamui is very good. I'm very Banjo Kazooie. Yes, that the anime isn't uh, is animated pretty poorly, so it didn't take off really well. But that doesn't mean that the book isn't still very good. Uh, number three, The Shining, uh, probably my favorite horror movie, and it's really cold. Did uh, you get out to see Dr. Sleep? I didn't because I wasn't sure if it was a sequel to the movie or to the book. And I've never read the book, The Shining, so I didn't want to be confused. Huh. I think it's a, a sequel to the movie. It is. I, I've learned that now. But it incorporates stuff from the book that maybe wasn't in the movie? I that's see, That's what I wasn't sure about because The Shining, the book, and The Shining, the movie are fairly different. Yeah. So I, I, I didn't want to come in there and be like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> yeah, I think maybe uh, that was uh, part of the problem and why nobody nobody saw it. Yeah. Uh, number two, On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Whoa. The best James Bond movie. Did not expect multiple James Bond movies. There's a lot of skiing in that movie. It's true. And a big old avalanche. And uh, number one, Animal Crossing. <laughs> I love when it's wintertime and you can just push around balls of snow and make snowmen. I can't wait for the one to come out in the Switch. It's going to be so good. <laughs> I had an May ex-girl- 20, or March 20th. I had an ex-girlfriend that was very much into Animal Crossing. Well, I, I bet she was just a treat. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's uh, finish this up. I got my list. I got some a few honorable mentions that we haven't talked about. Do you guys remember the movie Out Cold? 
No. It was like Zach Galifianakis's first role before he like broke out with the hangover and stuff like that. It's this like uh little ski town and it's kind of got uh, a jackass vibe. It's like one of those, you know, sex romp comedies gross out like it was early 2000s. It's fun. Fun fun watch. Uh never heard of it. Yeah, no, I don't know what that is. Uh have you heard of The Cutting Edge? Which was yes, uh, yes. Uh, Edge's talk show. On <laughs> it was actually one of our family's favorite movies. It's a hockey player can't play hockey anymore, and this figure skater needs a figure skating partner. So the hockey player becomes a figure skater, and they have a will they won't they romance. It's uh, DB Sweeney and Moira Kelly, and. Uh, the one line from that that we always repeated was Topic because the guy's trying to learn and he keeps tripping up on the Topic and eating shit on the ice and she's just rubbing it in his face. Uh, I'm surprised Lee didn't put Letterkenny on his list because there is a shitload of snow in Letterkenny. It's, it takes place in Canada and they have to wear turtlenecks because it's so cold there. That show's not real. You guys are all just making it up to try and make me believe it's real. <laughs> Uh, Mahoney has seen a couple episodes. Is that that shows in Canada? Yeah. Oh, right. Mahon- I see, it was Mah- like Kentucky. No. You haven't coached Mahoney well enough. He's breaking the illusion. <laughs> <laughs> it's it, it's set in Canada. They're all Canadian. It's shot in Canada. I don't know. Didn't no. like it. <laughs> yeah. Next thing you know, Mahoney's just gonna be like Toblerone. <laughs> <laughs> And you guys are just going to chuckle, and I'm going to be like, no, that's not a real show. <laughs> and and I opened the show tonight with a clip from the Mr. Plow episode of The Simpsons, which is an all-time classic. Which, that is an all-time classic. Which you can view on Disney Plus in 16 by 9. <laughs> All right, so to my list proper, uh, quit fucking around. Uh, uh, Mahoney kind of mentioned this one, but my number six is Captain America, because that motherfucker was an ice cube. And he got defrosted. But also, shout out to Encino Man. <laughs> Another dude also frozen. Basically the same movie. <laughs> uh, I'm glad no one put Arnold Schwarzenegger as Ar- Mr. Freeze and Batman and Robin on their lists. But because it did... you have it on yours? No, I don't have it on my <laughs> list. But it made me think of the Mr. Freeze level in Arkham City which is fantastic. Uh, you have to be super quiet, super sneaky, and he's going to get you. And it's one of the coolest bosses in that whole game. Uh, number four, Frozen. Uh, I'm not going to front. Uh, neither of us, when Mary and I saw Frozen, it was like opening weekend. And we kind of saw it on a lark. Didn't really know much about it. And uh, I think we were going to see something else. And we are just like, fuck it, let's go see this Frozen movie. And... We were blown away just because we had no preconceived notions. And then Let It Go hits. It's like, holy shit. Disney came correct, you know. And then, you know, four years later, Let It Go became one of the most overplayed songs of all time. But it's a great song. No doubt. Uh, I would also, my number three, I would also like to echo the Hateful Eight. Because it just, it feels chilly, that entire movie. Like, you just want to bundle up in a bunch of pelts. And number two, Empire Strikes Back. I had to. I had to put it on here. And also, a uh, special 
connection to Empire Strikes Back because I cut together that Empire Strikes Back Revenant trailer, which uh, never got the views it should have, but I thought it was fantastic. And then, number one, uh, my dad played hockey uh, all of my formative years. I ended up playing hockey. Uh, I was terrible at it. Uh, but we loved hockey movies in our house. So my number one is just hockey movies, but we've got the entire Mighty Ducks series, which are you know, probably the, the best hockey movies, the greatest hockey movies of all time. There's Slapshot. Uh, honorable mention to Mystery Alaska, which is Russell Crowe, and it's this little uh, Alaskan town, and the NHL wants to play their local team on an outdoor ice rink. So it's just the kind of story of this little team playing the big dogs of the NHL. It's very cool. And Miracle, which is the story of the 1980 uh, men's... Uh, U.S. Olympic hockey team. We actually watched that at my parents' house this past weekend on Disney+. Plus. That's a Kurt Ruffalo one, right? It is. I spent a ton of time the other day trying to find a movie to watch and settled on The Mighty Ducks and was stoked to watch it. And it was like Amazon or something. And they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, you got to buy like a subscription to Stars if you want to see that. And I was like, fuck off. <laughs> Uh, and so it's in my uh, Disney Plus queue. <laughs> I was like, nice. Nice. I think one of them, one of the Mighty Ducks movies is one of those that's like coming in 2021 or something like that. Oh, that's not good. But I, I know at least the, the first couple are on there and available to watch. So watch them. Quack, quack, motherfuckers. So that's our top six Frozen Fiction. Next week, in honor of Thanksgiving... Uh, we kind of went back and forth on the Discord trying to figure out the perfect top six for next week. Thanksgiving involved. We were talking about maybe doing top six Thanksgiving dishes, but then I thought maybe we'll you know, just get the same six answers in different orders over and over again. I was like, should we do top six holiday treats? We can kind of open it up to Christmas, uh, you know, snacks and candy and shit like that. But then Lee said what we should do is top six best and worst Thanksgiving dishes because there's always that one motherfucker at Thanksgiving who needs this one dish that is just trash. They're the only one that eats it. So let's do this. Let's do give us your top three Thanksgiving dishes and your bottom three Thanksgiving dishes. Worst Thanksgiving dishes you've seen at a Thanksgiving. Uh, it's been a while since we had a food topic and man, People love talking food. I do. I don't know I about wait. you guys. Food's good. Uh, so, that being said, send those in. Twitter, Discord, Facebook. Facebook is pretty... Except for Eric Magnus sending us private messages, Facebook is pretty much dead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Twitter. Twitter, we still have Kristen hanging on, but even Kristen joined the Discord. But Discord is hopping. I still love Twitter. Yeah, I'm a Twitter boy. Still. I like retweeting Kelly's tweets from the panels on pages Twitter. Because <laughs> <laughs> only of all the podcast hosts, even including Mahoney, the only two that have their Twitter public is me and Kelly. Well, 
Jose has his public, but he never tweets, so. He doesn't know what Twitter is. Doesn't count. (laughs) Sometimes we just need to put some content out there, and Kelly... Kelly's just g- you wait till the Instagram is up and running. Yeah, uh, I think we ha- need to have serious discussions about that uh, launching uh, 2020. A Mahoney curated panels on pages Instagram. You guys are going like to love it. it. I'm in. You're going to love it. Uh, let's talk about comics and get the hell out of here. Come on, Philbert, man. The problem with comic books is the ink comes off on your hands. Every time you turn the page, you have to wash your hands. It's like, I've got enough else going on. Can the sounders just work <laughs> when uh. I press them when I'm hosting? No, there's gotta, it's got to be hung up for some reason. Whatever. Shit, you guys. I don't have Lee to carry me through this segment. Hold it's on. all right. Oh, we'll, we'll make it quick. Do you have comics? You had a, a problem at the comic shop last week where... FedEx didn't deliver your shit until when? Was it Wednesday night it finally got there? Uh, well, no. Uh, Wednesday morning, we were able to go to the FedEx hub and pick them up. Oh, you had to pick it up. Had to do that again today. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. So that's been fun. Uh, so we do have stuff, but it's, it's going to be a real pain in the ass tomorrow. Uh, okay. A uh, new series uh, called Family Tree, written by Jeff, Jeff Lemire and uh, drawn by uh, dude whose Jeff name Lemire. is Lemire. Yes, thank you. No, it's not. Uh, <laughs> Phil Hester. Thank. That's it. I wanted to say Phil Urich, but I'm like, nope, that's the Green Goblin. Or the Hobgoblin. Also a former Green Goblin. Uh, the Family Tree is a cool book. It's about a girl who's starting to grow into a tree. What? Yeah, she's like, she's got a weird rash, and her mom's like, "Well, hang on, we'll take you to like stop itching that; it'll get bad." And you look at it, and it's like she's starting to grow bark. And then she has to go to pick her son up from school, and she brings the daughter with her. And while she's like talking to one of her son's teachers, this old man gives the daughter something, and next thing they know, she's growing a branch out of her back. ridiculous Kelly. yeah it was it's cool I, I like it so far um and then tales from the dark multiverse blackest night one shot came out and that was pretty buck wild so what is it like a like a what if but blackest Night? yeah huh yeah so it, it basically ends with uh Lobo being one of the last people in the fight against the Black Lanterns as the universe is kind of rewritten, but Lobo's atoms are spread across the new universe and everything is Lobo now. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Uh, And then... Sounds like a way you would describe just everything is fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, Everything is Lobo now. Everything is Lobo now. Hey man, everything is Lobo. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah, that's about it that I got for noteworthy stuff. Nice, Mahoney. You uh, watch anything lately or read anything cool? Um, I am finished with Brooklyn Nine Nine. I watched like all six seasons on Hulu of that in like ten days. Had you showed... not watched Brooklyn Nine Nine before this? No, I have never seen Brooklyn Nine Nine. Wow. And it's wonderful. I absolutely loved it. I appreciate you sending me that Instagram picture of Amy Santiago pregnant. She's very cute. Oh, yeah. She has good energy. Yeah. Um, And 
when I finished that, I started uh, the new season of Jack Ryan. So, tell so me about so tell me about Jack Ryan because it's got Jim from the Office, so it's definitely on my radar. I just well, haven't ever started it. It has Jim from the Office, and there are times where you're like, "Boy, this spy thriller with Jim from the Office is pretty great." And then there are definitely times where you're like. This is Jim from The Office. <laughs> That's fine. So, That's fine with yeah. me. <laughs> like, I I enjoy it, and it's quick. Like, I think season one's only, like, six or eight episodes or something. And, like, there's just something to be said for quick these days. Yeah! You know? Like, get in and get out. Yeah. yeah. I, I kind of... I wish the episodes of Mandalorian were an hour, but I do appreciate that they're 36, 35 minutes. Yeah, I agree. Uh, my kingdom for the time when movies were 90 minutes. Yeah, I love a good 88-minute movie. <laughs> uh, you know it got bad when like Pixar movies started being two hours long. Yeah. It's like, back off. That first Toy Story, I think, is like 62 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Including 15 minutes of trailers. So I think you would enjoy uh, Jack Ryan. Yeah, there's just Nothing so much to like. There's just so much stuff. And anybody out there, if you haven't watched Brooklyn Nine Nine, fire it up on Hulu. It goes so quick. Yeah, it I, does. like I said, I watched it in like ten days, and, and it's absolutely hysterical. And it's oh, yeah, one Brooklyn of those, Nine Nine is so good. Yeah, it's one of those that you can kind of go in and out of it if like you're folding laundry or uh, oh yeah on Twitter or something. But then you know if once you lock into it. You know, it's great. It's fantastic. It was wonderful. My favorite scene is when Jake meets Amy's dad. <laughs> and uh, it's like this contentious relationship and they're in the car together. And Amy calls him and he answers the phone. And he's like, what's up, lover? How's that butt? <laughs> so stupid and funny. I was hooked when for that one cold open where they're guessing who's coming out of the elevator. Yep. And Holt wins and he just goes, Hot damn <laughs> <laughs> I was I was like, Okay, I'm I'm fully in. And then come to find out later on he's like a gambling addict. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he gets addicted to the uh cupcake was it a cupcake game? Anything. Anything yeah. that had to do with gambling, they they consistently had him just fired up. Yeah, that one's coming back uh, January, just as Good Place is ending. I think we've yeah. got four, five episodes of Good Place left, and that's really good right now. It's a very good show. Wholesome, delightful, funny, funny as hell. Uh, we were. Driving- I have not seen any of this season, but I'm saving it up, and I'm going to watch it all when it ends. Oh, wow. Uh, we were listening to the Good Place podcast on a ride this past weekend. And a bunch of episodes of the Office Ladies podcast, which is also wholesome as hell. I am glad that you're listening to that and enjoying it. Because when that came out, I was like, if this wasn't made for knives, <laughs> I don't know what is. It's funny, though, because it's not perfect. I have I have some qualms about it. It's well, yeah. it's definitely edited to hell. 
you can tell when they're like they're like just kind of having a good time talking and then it's like oh back to business let's go that was a perfect segue and it's it's just funny just remembering all the episodes and then you know listening to the episodes and then watching the show just to kind of see all the things that they talked about i've got an email sent in for the fire episode i better i they better read my email i'll be fucking pissed i'll be pissed <laughs> so because in the episode of the fire they're playing uh, desert island out in the parking lot and they're doing uh top 5 desert island movies and pam lists off 5 and she's going to list a sixth one and Jim's like, no, you got five. And Pam's like, no, 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 but I didn't get to my favorite. So, and they never said what Pam's favorite movie is. Oh. I think it's Pulp Fiction. But we shall see. We shall see. It's good stuff. Uh, the only other things I got to talk about is uh, Disney Plus is, we, we hooked it up at my parents' house. So I watched a bunch of Disney Plus there, including Great Muppet Caper at like two in the morning. Which was, of those three early Muppet movies, Great Muppet Caper was always kind of my least favorite. But it's still really? it's still so good. The songs are great. The bits. The Happiness Hotel. It's it's the one that I watched, rewatched the least. Because Muppets Take Manhattan is, is my all-time favorite Muppet movie. So yeah, if you haven't seen Great Muppet Caper in a while, Charles Grodin... The, the cameos in that one are out of this world. And then uh, I said it was in my top six things I wanted to watch on Disney+. Plus. You better believe I watched Willow. I've never seen Willow. Oh, my God. So it's Warwick Davis who played... Uh, shit. Why am I forgetting the Ewok's name? Wicket. He played Wicket in Return of the Jedi. He's he was like eighteen when he shot Willow. And it's it's essentially Lord of the Rings, but like a little Star Warsy kind of. It's a whole village full of little people. And huh. there's sorcery and uh Val Kilmer plays Mad Mardigan. He's fantastic. Really good stuff. One of those that I watched all the time as a kid. Lucasfilm. And then Mandalorian. Uh, we've watched all the episodes twice so far. New episode Friday, I believe. Little baby Yeet. You can't tell me that that little baby is not named Yeet. I will not accept it. Roger. <laughs> it's That show's great. Uh, sorry, Ruth. It. Ruth, I, I, mis- <laughs> I mistook. Oh her, name, his name's, her name is Ruth. That's right. It's a, it's a woman, and her name is Ruth. The first... <laughs> Chick. She's a 50-year-old woman named Ruth. <laughs> All women named Ruth are 50 years old or above. <laughs> the first girl I ever met off of the internet was named Ruth. I thought you were going to say the first girl you ever met. <laughs> like I mean, you met her in like kindergarten. You're like, oh, no. shit, your name's Ruth? No. Met her. Was she 50? <sighs> she might as well have she been. You? She was definitely a Ruth. Legit ass Ruth. <laughs> and Such at, a Ruth. At that point, I was like, maybe uh, meeting people off the internet is not the best idea in the world. 
Where'd you meet her? Like, what'd you meet her from? Like, AIM? Yeah, it was, it was fucking AOL Instant Messenger. Probably f- fucking, we were in a chat room. And I was like, hey, want to take this to Instant Messenger? <laughs> oh my God. So cringe. That Kelly calls it AIM. <laughs> you absolute child. What, that's what it was called when I no, was. No, it was not called AIM. You call it, it sure was. You call it AIM or Instant Message or AOL or the Wizard Forums. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was probably posting on the Wizard Forums having conversations with Mahoney as I was instant messaging with Ruth. <laughs> what a waste. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a show. Let's call yep. it. Well, hey, you made friends with one of them. Yeah. That's right. The good one. Ruth didn't work out, but at least you fell in love with me. (laughs) It's true. It was meant to be. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, thank you guys for coming and joining me on this show. It's always tough hosting just because, you know, that's not the way that we do this. Jose and Leah are off pounding sand somewhere. (laughs) I always appreciate the support from you guys. Uh so we'll be next back next week. Hopefully Lee and Jose will return. I'm From sure their beach excursion. I'm sure we will all return. Uh, we'll be back next week. Join us at 10 p.m. Eastern live at youtube.com slash panels on pages. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Smash that like button. I forgot to tell you guys to smash that like button earlier. Cause we got we jumped into fantasy football so quickly. Smash it. Smash it. Leave us a comment, uh, like, subscribe. If you're not subscribed, be sure to subscribe because you'll get new podcast every week after it gets broadcast. It'll let you know when we're going live, so that's cool. Uh, join the Discord. Discord is bumping at discord.panelsonpages.com. And don't be like Jose and use the browser version. Download the app and put it on your desktop. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, follow us on Twitter at Panels on Pages. Uh, I will retweet a bunch of cool Kelly tweets, and sometimes I retweet my tweets. But I don't mm-hmm. want to be that guy who's just retweeting his own tweets, or like uh, be that guy, or like just oh, you you could like your tweets too, or, or just spam gargoyles tweets or uh, <laughs> toys that made us tweets and accidentally retweet a, a serial harasser. Oh man, hang on, let's talk about toys that made us real fast. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw your tweet about it. So, new season came out. Uh, three of the four episodes are good. Uh, the fourth one that's not good is the Power Rangers episode. And that's unfortunate, because you're a Power Rangers fan, man. Yeah. Uh, the Power Rangers episode is good if you want a very short overview of Power Rangers history. Uh, I didn't learn anything new. And that's kind of what I like about these shows, is that even with things that I do know about, like you know Ninja Turtles or other you know wrestling he-man i still lurk, come out of it knowing something i didn't know before yeah i feel like specifically masters of the universe they went real deep that episode's great yeah yeah no this power rangers one is really lackluster they got some real dorks to talk about it uh they got andre uh, black nerd on there sure do <laughs> At one point, uh, one of when they're talking about the Japanese Spider-Man series, one of the crackers they're talking to calls it Supider-Man, and I'm like, "Oh, don't do that! No, no, no! It's it's 
Spider-Man, you cracker ass honky. Canceled. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it's just it's not very good. If you've seen anything about the history of Power Rangers, you're good. Nice. Like there's nothing new to add to the stories here. They're cuz they're pretty much they're like, "Hey, they brought it over from Japan." And then they cut to a guy and he's like, "Yeah, we used all their toy mo- uh <laughs> we used all their toys." And that's it. Cool. Yeah, it's real lame. I'll have to watch the Turtles episode and see if I feel the same. No, Turtles episode is very good. Yeah, but, I mean, you're a Power Rangers guy. I would say I'm more of a Turtles guy than you are. Yeah, but even so, you still will get something out of it purely for the end of the episode. Uh, I heard that they don't talk about the NECA toys at all, and that's... They don't. That... That's bad. Like, yeah. you at least need a footnote at the end to show the kind of crazy-ass shit that NECA's doing these days. Yeah. The fucking Power Rangers episode never brought up the movie. Huh. Yeah, no, there's real weird blind spots in these episodes. Hmm. But, like, it, the Turtle episode is cool because at the end, um, it kind of it reunites uh, Peter Laird and Kevin Eastman for the first time in years. Oh, that's sweet. I might it have is. To... It's actually a really sweet moment. I might have to pull that up as soon as we get done with the show tonight. Yeah, no, I, I, I like that one quite a bit. That being said, follow us on Twitter at Panels on Pages. Like us on Facebook. And uh, for Kelly Harris, Dan Mahoney, Lee Rodriguez, and Jose Guzman, who couldn't make it tonight. Off pounding sand. <laughs> Off shit in his pants. Yep. I'm Jason Eyes, Kane Eyes for Nasty. We'll talk to you guys next week. Night. Love you. Bye-bye. Monetize this, you fucking Google ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs>